camping things uh, for Gibbs since Gibbs lost the Oscar pick challenge. You know, a lot of times when you put like, glasses on someone, they look smarter or like <laughs> less scary. Somehow he looks crazier. It makes yeah. his eyes look even like more cross-eyed or well, something. When it, Zeppelin puts on those glasses, it's, it's completely full metal jacket. Well, or falling down. Yeah. With Michael oh, Douglas. That's a good one. Yeah. So that's where he is. <laughs> um, all right, Dubs. What is it? Wednesday in the in the hideout. Yep. Tonight's right. Wednesday. Hump day. Hump day in the hideout. Uh, I'm going to need some help because I have family coming to town for spring break and I have a couple of major issues. One, getting my stepbrother laid. Uh, he's what, 23? Oh, that yeah. one. Yeah. All right. The other ones are half brothers. No, okay. they're, they're like 15 and 12. Yeah, I was going to say, well, I, I think you're uh, trying to do the matchmaking a little bit early yeah, there. Not yet for them. But the stepbro needs some action. How long has it been for him since the uh, stripper and uh, the boyfriend? I think he had a girl he was kind of seeing at Oklahoma University mm-hmm. for a little while. Like they had sex once and then she never called him back. <laughs> kind of that situation. Lord knows I've had many non-repeat offenders. You know, I've had the the people and not that I'm I was trying to do a one night stand thing. The, they wouldn't answer my phone calls or anything, and then I'm like, ah, Or they never it. woke up again? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Why would you just wake up? It's also... like the end of uh, SLC Punk. <laughs> right. You're like Lenny from My Smidge. <laughs> shut up! Uh, Dubs and I... <clears throat> Only posers die. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> um... Uh, Dubs and I have a sickness we feel coming on around the 17th and 31st of this month. <coughs> we may need your help in calling in sick and some great uh, excuses, or maybe some bad ones. Um, hey, Hideout, your unscreened phone calls. A great game show during the Hideout Door Prize blowout called Not Starring. Uh, Matt Albert was uh, testing this game on us in the office. That one's going to be a lot of fun. That always happens at around 9. Um, what's on the web tonight, since it is a Wednesday night, and we have booked our first What's on the Web interview, I don't think it'll get any better than this. You may remember, um, the It's Still Real to Me guy. <laughs> Question, Jeff, where are you? Right there. Yeah, um, I just want to thank each and every one of y'all for all you've done to your bodies. <laughs> It's still real to me, damn it! I mean, thank take you. it easy, man. <laughs> Come on, take it easy. You're awesome. Thank you so much, Mr. Funk, for saying what needed to be said. I don't want to see another one of these. Well, thank you. So, <laughs> that guy who was on the bleachers David at a Wills? Q&A. David Wills. Uh, what's his website? It's still real to me, guy.com? No, just it's still real to me. Dot com. Okay. It's still real to me. Dot com. We'll be joining us in the hunt. I am actually very much looking forward to ha- uh, talking to him. That should be a lot of fun. So that's in the uh, 10 o'clock hour of the hideout tonight. You get four free hours of the hideout. Lucky you. Uh, day, uh, dubs, on the hideout page on realradio.fm, we have the podcast, and you mm-hmm. can also sometimes get it on iTunes. But yesterday, you're going to want to go back and relive the interview with Canyon, I have to say our well, our best interview ever. I would uh I would have to agree there. It was very fun, uh, very open, very serious and funny at the same time. Very uh, openly first openly gay active athlete, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. And we actually got an email 
from Mr. Lynn. I'm going to say it's hops. Yeah. Ah, hopes. Mr. Lynn Hopes, executive sports editor at the Orlando Sentinel. Great job with your interview with Chris Canyon. Congrats. And so uh, I like making industry friends. I do too. It's always fun. I mean, we know we're here to support the Sentinel, and it's great that you know guy listens. He says he listened pretty much thirty minutes uh, on the drive home. Then there's always the didn't like you at first, gotten better, right? <laughs> and apparently, he could be in for the Hideout Fantasy Football League next year. He said he uh, if you guys if we want. Someone to uh, school us in fantasy football. He's in. I don't know if he understands the stunting that goes along yeah. with these things. Yeah. See, I would. He's more than welcome. I mean, there's no doubt. But I don't think that being the executive sports editor, I don't think that he would want to stunt if he mm-hmm. lost in the fantasy football. But maybe we'll have him on as some kind of uh, now, he, expert. It would be fun to wrap now because Friday nights we talk to our buddy Mark St. Amant from ESPN Classic. Mm-hmm. But Mondays, taking a look back, would be fantastic if, yeah. he, if he wanted to do that. Yeah. Uh, it's Lynn Hoppus. He just called. and uh, Why didn't he go on the air? Hoppus. Nah, he didn't want to go. He said, uh, listen to a show on 740 The Team. Oh, he's got one on the team? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. All right. Mr. Lynn Hoppus. Well, that's fantastic. Well, you should have asked him if you wanted to stunt, if you wanted to be in the Hideout Fantasy Football League. Do you listen to the show, Gibbs? Call back, Lynn. Sometimes. Mr. Lynn Hoppus. I guess me saying, who is it? Who is it? Who is it? And then him hanging up wasn't a clue. Moron. I hope you get shot in the face. And I hope you live and have to walk back to civilization. I'm just talking about with something from Zeppelin. Not even a gun. I just hope you wake up and Zeppelin's standing over you, and you're getting shot in the face. His glasses all fogged up. Right. What do you think? What do you think the chances are of me living through that night? Uh, hopefully, uh, slim to none. Uh. Not real interested in you continuing on with this show. I'd rather kill you off for publicity than actually just have the internship run out and you fade away like Hooch and Putin did. Oh, uh, you mean like Putin did? Oh, yeah, Hooch uh, still sticks her. Hey, one more time. Play the It's Still Real to Me guy. I can't believe this guy's going to come in and talk to us. I'm so Question, sorry. Jeff, where are you? Right there. Yeah. Um, I just want to thank each and every one of y'all for all you've done to your bodies. It's still real to me, damn it. I mean, thank Make you. Easy, man. Thank you, guys. You were awesome. Thank you so much, Mr. Funk, for saying what needed to be said. I don't want to see another one of these. <laughs> He's definitely one of the best criers we have on tape. <laughs> I can't wait to tell him. I think him and uh, Chad Johnson kind of rival each other. All right, Chad Johnson's good. And then also, I want you to play that congressperson because that guy's in jail now. He, oh, is he? He went away. I think he got like five years. I played the f- truth is, I broke the law. Conceal my conduct. And disgraced my office. I know that I will forfeit my freedom, my reputation, my worldly possessions, most importantly, the trust of my friends and family. Some time ago, I asked lawyers to inform U.S. Attorney Carol Lamb that I would plead guilty and begin serving a prison term. 
today is a culmination of that process. I will continue to cooperate with the government's ongoing investigation to the best of my ability. In my life, I have had great joy and great sorrow, and now I know great shame. I learned in Vietnam that the true measure of a man is how he responds to adversity. I can't undo what I've done, but I can atone. And now, almost I'm almost 65 years old. Be 70 when I enter the twilight of my life. Die in jail. I intend to use the remaining time that God grants me to make amends, and I will. The first step in that journey is to admit fault and apologize, and I do apologize. The next step is to face the consequences of my action like a man. Today I have taken the first step, and with God's grace, I will take the second. Uh, I, he's going to be that old guy in Oz. Remember the old guy? Yeah, the uh, the ones working around. Yeah, just working. In. Yeah, Ribido. Working in the library. Da what is this? Is it David Cunningham? I think it is. Duke. Duke. Duke Cunningham. Yes. I, I was just thinking David Duke Cunningham. Uh, out of uh, California, I think. Going away for like five years for all... For something that all of the representatives and senators do, he just got caught in the whole Abramov thing. And then, play the Chad Johnson. The Chad Johnson one is kind of what started all these criers with us. Uh, this is when he lost, uh, him and the Bengals lost to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Frustrating for this first loss? Yeah, man. We're not supposed to lose. You can't be satisfied. 4-1 is not satisfying. This ain't satisfying. That's the whole point, man. That's We be supposed to be out of that stage. We ain't supposed to lose no more. Games ain't, ain't supposed to be close games. Like, these games we got to win. These are the times we got to win, and they wonder why we don't get Monday, Sunday night games. Man, we got to win stuff like this, man. <laughs> They ain't supposed to be close no more. That's the Bengals are old. This is a better team than a show tonight, then? Yeah. Yeah. And we got to do it every time we come out. We got to do it. We can't keep talking about it. Man, we talk about the same thing all the time, but we got to keep doing it. <laughs> obviously, obviously, this is a little emotional for you. And... <laughs> that little puss grunt there. That, is, oh. right. that ain't all right. Thanks, Jeff. All this because we're talking to the... Uh, the ultimate crier tonight, the guy that was yeah. sitting in the uh, Stand. stands asking the wrestlers questions and uh, all right, on the instant, lost it. On the instant messenger, we're getting a request for Jermaine Taylor, the boxer, and his crying one real fast. So this is the problem. Once we get started with these, we got to hear them all. I turned on TV one day. I was like, man, I am so sick of this man crying. And I was just listening. I'm listening. I'm hearing him. So I said, okay. Let me take my time and really listen. And here's what it sounds like. <laughs> I love people using props. <laughs> and I was just like, man, that, that, that's what it sounds like. A bunch of crying going on. Oh, it's fantastic. And we have one more. I think, I don't know if you remember this one. This is uh, right around Super Bowl time. Uh... By the way, if you want us to get lined up for the Hideout Headlines game show, once we get done with the criers, <laughs> we'll uh, play the game.
Now, this one was from uh, actually a year ago uh, before the Super Bowl with Heinz Ward. Oh, yeah. Just today, sitting in the meetings and, you know, saying some of the older guys that, uh, that don't get a chance to, and I never get a chance to, to play football again. You know, just disappointed for those guys. <laughs> guy like Jerome Bettis. Just, I mean, she's done so much for me as a player. It hurts. It hurts. It hurts. Did he tell you that this, this may be his last go-round? No, I mean, he didn't say it, but... I mean, you put it all on the line, and... I mean, it's just disappointing just to... I mean, I wanted to win more for him more than anything, because he deserves to be a champion. <laughs> it's so bad. All right, hold on a second. I just got an IM from my stepbrother. Uh, for your information, I'm 24, <laughs> and I have had sex within the last five months. Clear up my reputation. With who? I ask him, with a chick? His response, yes. I don't think so. And he goes, and I've gotten other stuff more recently. Handies and such. <laughs> and such. <laughs> you know that brick or brag. <laughs> Doodads and such. And then I type back, bragger. I go, uh, he said, don't be jealous. I appreciate you trying to get me laid, and I'll go with the bit. But, you know. <laughs> no, you aren't going with the yeah. bit. You bring up handies and such. Like it's a damn store. You know those knickknacks. Uh, like it's a right. kiosk in the mall. Right. Handies and such. Good. Bubble figurines, maybe? Right, right next to the nail salon. <laughs> and linens and things. I go, how'd you meet them? You got any pictures of them? House parties, no pics. Whatever, like you met him in Canada. She's in Canada, bro. She was just down in Oklahoma for spring break. <laughs> she goes to another school. <laughs> All right, let's take a break, come back. We're running late already. Damn criers. It's a hideout. Oh, all right, here we go. Here's what you can win for the... Frustrating for this first loss. Yeah, man. You're not supposed to lose. <laughs> it's even better with throw back behind it. It's not yeah, satisfying. It is. This ain't satisfying. That's the whole point, man. That's we be supposed to be out of that stage. We ain't supposed to lose no more. Games ain't, spo- ain't supposed to be close games like these games. We got to win. These are times we got to win, and they wonder why we don't get Monday Sunday night games. Man, we got to win stuff like this, man. Tickets for the Predators, the Super uh, Cross Series. We got case of beer and some DVDs to give away. Hideout Headlines Game Show next on Real Radio 104.1. 407-916-1041, 1041 Star 1041. We'll give a singular wireless phone. I love coming back with music that we like, but the problem is that you just want to let it play the whole way through. And I start dancing, which is never a good sight. Matt and I are in here rapping. Uh, Hideout Headlines Game Show brought to you by the Wholesale Furniture Market. Armoires over 50 in stock, starting at 299. Wholesale furniture market over 40,000 square feet of quality home furniture, 50 to 70 percent off every day. Wholesale furniture market, State Road 436 in Castleberry, next to that Sam's Club, 407-332-1314. Let's give away some prizes with the Hideout Headlines Game Show. Welcome to the Hideout Headlines Game Show. Game Show. Answer questions on what's in the headlines. Local, national, world, sports, entertainment. If you guess right, you win big, big. Now here's your host. Chunks. 
All righty. Could be true, false, multiple choice, fill in the blank. Ladies, you're always first when they call into the hideout to play. Christina in Orlando, you're first up. World, national, local, sports, or entertainment, sweetie? Um, local, please. All right, here's local for Christina. Local is true or false today. Governor Bush met privately with top lawmakers and representatives of a significant business that is considering moving to the state. Is that true or false? Um, I'm going to go with false. Sorry, that's, um... No! It's actually true. Uh, the big deal with that is, apparently, when you have three or more uh, representatives, it has to be made public wh what you're doing, what your meeting is. And they didn't divulge any details as to what this business is. So there's not any sort of speculation or anything? No, not at all. And I guess the uproar is, hey, you're supposed to make this stuff public. You can't just say that you got You can't be going behind you. everybody's back with it. Yeah. What do you think it could be? What if it's cars? Halliburton. No. <laughs> no. Start what, drilling. <laughs> what would be a good business to move into the, the state? What? I don't know if the car business would actually be a good one right now. Let's just completely uh, dismantle Michigan, give it to Canada. Water purification. How about that? Why? We'll move that here. Seriously. For once. <laughs> uh, Tina and Daytona, you're next up, sweetie. Which category would you like, world, national, sports, or entertainment? National. Now, here's national. For Tina from Chunks. National is filling a blank. It's also a gift if you listen to the Phillips file today. Um, a, su a suspect charged in the burning of ten churches in Birmingham claimed what today? Fill in the blank. Tina? What, what, uh, what actions arson? did he... Huh? Arson? No! No! Sorry. No! He claimed it was a joke. <laughs> so they... <Dead> camera. <laughs> they burned down some churches and said, oops. Yeah, it was a joke that went horribly wrong. It was Alan Font. <laughs> they, were, they were driving by the whole time. This church has been punked. And they thought it was really funny at first. Now... Uh, it's like a couple of shock jocks. Just oh man, it was a, it was a joke. It just got it out of hand. Spiraled out of control. You know how it goes. You start with the lighter, then you get the gasoline, then you get a church involved, and I don't know. Then there's riots. I mean, it happens. Uh, let's go to Brian and Kissimmee. Brian, you're next up in the uh, Hideout Headlines Game Show. World sports or entertainment? I'll try sports. I hear sports. Sports today is fill in the blank as well. Which NFL quarterback told his team to either trade him or terminate his contract? Uh, I have no idea. I'll go with uh, Brett Favre. No! Oh, I'm sorry. It was Dante Culpepper. Dante Culpepper, former UCF star. Yeah. Yes. He's uh, having problems with management and his lifestyle. Here's the problem. He wants out. Uh, he likes to go on cruises where naughty things happen, <laughs> and he's not so good without Randy Moss. <laughs> yeah, that is true. And he's injured. He got exposed without uh, Randy Moss there. He can't even play for what, like the first three weeks from that injury? Or is he going to be ready by the start of the season? I think he's going to be ready. Dubs, did you take him for your Lions? No. What? I'd rather go with Harrington. You, you have seven wide receivers. <laughs> Why not just throw in Culpepper? We just picked up a uh, uh, backup from um, the Buccaneers. Yeah, it should be uh, Harrington, your backup. No, Harrington is our boy, our golden child. We're sticking with him. You he went to uh, quarterback camp today with Mike Martz. Was that like fat camp? <laughs> Kinda. If Trimming Mar off the uh, Mariucci and uh, uh, Morningwig stank. All right, let me ask you this. 
You don't want to put Culpepper there because he's black? <laughs> I would. I, I think Culpepper is a decent quarterback, but I've seen him enough throughout the season to know that he's so inconsistent that I couldn't. Uh, he wouldn't be good. You can call him your boy and get away with it. Yeah. He's my boy. <laughs> Snicker to your dad back in the day. Hey, come on. No, I said Snicker. Snicker. This is oh, DC. Come on. Get away with that. LT in Orlando, you're in the hideout. You ready? Who? All right, world or entertainment, LT? LT, what's up? Uh, <laughs> entertainment. All right, here we go. Hey, I would like to say uh, hi to the hideout. It's my first time calling in. Me and my lady are driving down through Winter Park right now. Fantastic. Nice. Thank you, hi. LT. Here's entertainment, buddy. Entertainment that is true or false. Terry Hatcher revealed at Vanity Fair that she was abused by her father. True or false? True, baby. No. Sorry, Sorry. false. But is enjoy it? Winter Park. It's actually her uncle. Uh, she wasn't going to come out with this, but I guess she found out that her uncle abused another little girl, and, and the little girl killed herself as a result. Ooh. Yeah, that one's rough. Yeah, so she decided to come out and, and out him. Now, when was this? What, 25 years ago or 35, yeah, 35 years ago? 35 years yeah. ago. So, and she's 42 now, I believe. So, so she was seven at the time, and bad uncle got to her. Terry Hatcher, huh? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Eric and Lake Mary, you're in the hideout. You ready, Eric? Let's go, Jaden. Uh. Yo. <laughs> Don't worry about it, brother. Hey, we go. You're left with world. World is, mu- world is multiple choice. In a report released today, allegedly 102 priests are suspected of abusing at least 350 children in which country? Is it A, Ireland, B, Switzerland, C, Denmark, or D, Romania? Ireland. That's correct. You're a winner, Eric. Hold on, my friend. Hey, hey, bud. Can we throw in a bonus question for the people? Okay, we have some people left on hold. All right. You got one? Yeah. All right, we'll go to uh, Keith in uh, Lake Alfred. You ready, Keith? I'm ready. Hey, I just want to say this, though. That uh, Dante Culpepper there, you're... You're with the, as a Detroit fan, you're seeing through those loft colored glasses. Dante Culpepper is one of the top five quarterbacks in the NFL. I mm. I happen to agree. I don't know why Dubs wouldn't want him on the line. Yeah, he did great for me in fantasy. He fumbles like three times a week. <laughs> All right, you ready for your question? I'm ready. All right, it's multiple choice. When Chunks does the headline uh, game show, he speaks A, three feet away from the mic, B, four feet away from the mic, C, five feet away from the mic, or D, six feet away from the mic. <laughs> I would say six feet away from the mic only because you, gibberish is not a uh, uh, one of the answers. You're a winner. Hold on, Keith. Because it's all of them. <laughs> it's like 65 feet total. The last thing you do is talk onto the mic. I want your lip touching the mic right here. It stinks, man. See? Wow. See how much better you sound? <sighs> it doesn't stink. Put your, put your lip, top lip on the mic. Uh, just, I don't want you to give it no, oral. I want him to. See, uh, see if you can fit the mic in your mouth. Dude, that's this nasty. is like Terry Hatcher and her dude, uncle right now. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> this is getting this is, this is freaky. The stuff on his mic. <laughs> just put your top lip there. Yeah. Come on, Terry. Feels good, doesn't it? All right, come on. Horrible. That's disgusting. <laughs> that's what she come said. Come on, do it. Stop. <laughs> do it. All right, all right, hold on. You guys are awful. I, all right, here's the thing. I don't know if I want to say it. Go ahead. No. I don't know. I, I want to say it at some point, but I don't know if now's the time. Write it down. No. Can you type it to me? No. 
Why? Why don't you just um, say it on the mic? No. <laughs> Real smooth. What are you talking about? Huh. All right, so Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Wednesday night in the Hideout. What's on the web? Still coming up with uh, the It's Still Real to Me dot com guy, David Wills. Hey, Hideout, your on-screen phone calls. A good uh, game show coming up for um, the Hideout Door Press Blowout. 407-916-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phones. Are you ready? Now, the, should I get any music to set us up nah. with? Anything that, uh, nah. sad? No, I don't think so. I think it'll depend on, on your reactions. Okay. This is something that I've, I've never told anyone. I certainly haven't mentioned it on the air. Never, period. Not to anybody. Not your ex-wife, not your parents, not your best friends in high school. No. Erod? No. Uh-uh. It better be big, because you're building it up pretty good now. I think it is. You ready? No. No? Okay. <laughs> Don't. Uh, I was molested as a kid. Yeah, told you, bombshell. I'm going to go back into this. <laughs> yeah, I don't feel... Uh, <laughs> wait, wait. Uh, how, although, although uh, here's what? the thing. Here's the thing. It was by... A woman. It, How so? I... I Trust me. I know. It is odd. And if you want the complete story, I will tell you. Yeah, I, I would love it. I would love the complete story. Absolutely. I got no problem. I can't believe you. the first time you throw this out there is on the air. <laughs> That's insane to me. Why not? I mean, I, I, I respect you for it. I just can't believe it. You want to test the waters off there. <laughs> then, you know, splash yeah. it. Yeah, I don't want to... <laughs> Dip your toe in the pool, man. <laughs> well, I mean, Terry Hatcher came out and said, you know, mm-hmm. she was touched as a kid. Canyon came out last night. Now, molested can mean many different things. Yeah. I, I, well, I mean, technically molested. I, what do you? What would you? I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm saying a lot of things qualify as molested. I'm wondering what degree yours is. I wonder if I should have told my parents first. <laughs> Yeah, that might have been a good thing. I don't care. Want to call him up in the air? No. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, woman. Yeah, it was a woman. It was a babysitter. How old were you? Um, I was probably... I, I was still living in South Dallas at the time. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say I was... I had to be in, like, preschool. I don't think I'd even started... Four? About uh, maybe I had started elementary school, maybe four or five. So you're it, right around that age. It was like kindergarten, preschool kind of. Age. Yeah. That yeah. takes a sick person to go that young. Oh, oh yeah, absolutely. So oh, I oh here's the thing. I know I wasn't going to school yet because my mom was a teacher mm-hmm. and she left me with the female babysitter, uh, whose name was Kim. I still remember her name. I. I imagine. Is this too deep for you guys? No, no, I'm, I'm enthralled. All right, Matt, you look a little weirded out. <laughs> I, I told you it was big. I mean, here's the thing. I've, I've thought about telling this story before on the mm-hmm. air, um, numerous times where you see like the boys who have had sex with their female teachers mm-hmm. and this, that, and the other. Um, 
I was like, yeah, I don't know. I didn't want it to be a downer. And I know you guys like making kid touching jokes. And I don't want that to like. Oh, it won't leave. Don't worry. I know. No, they'll never leave. Yeah. But, uh... <laughs> but I just heard the thing with Terry Hatcher and the thing, you know, Canning coming out last night on the show. And so I figured, you know, why not just throw it out there? Now, I mean, I guess I'm lucky. Here's the thing. When you're four or five, or I don't even, I honestly don't know what age I was. Mm-hmm. Right around there. Yeah. Somewhere happened. in that age range. To me, I, th- I really think it's before school. The difference between four and five is really nothing, so, you know. Yeah. I mean, you, you were still, like, the same type of person right around then. But, um, she was a friend of the friend of the, of, of the family. How old was she? I'd have to say she was, like, in her early 20s. Wow. She was uh, she was kind of old for a babysitter then. Yeah, she wasn't like that 14 or 15-year-old just trying to no. make an extra 20 bucks for the day. No. Here's the thing that I remember about her, too. Uh, fat. A fat lady. I mean, I'm not, not like... Not obese, but... Yeah, but like she was chubby. Was she like white, black, Hispanic? White lady. Mm-hmm. Of course. Yeah, you can go for the white women. And, uh, I don't know, it was really, I don't even know how much of this I could even say on the air. Go for it, I mean. Probably not a lot. If we get in trouble for this, screw it. Huh. I want your reactions, though. Yeah. I mean, like, right now, what do you think? And what's going through your head? Well, I'm, I'm really interested to see how and where it went. I'm getting this from K-Mike, lucky. (laughs) See, that, that, that's what all the uh, guys say. But when you're four or five, that's not like a 15-year-old banging their teacher where you really know what's going on and you want, you know, to get laid. This is four or five. Yeah, that could do a lot of mental damage. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure that there's something in it, too, that probably, like, the remnants of it that, you know, are still with me. I mean, I still remember it clearly. Mm-hmm. Clearly. Like, uh, you could vividly remember each action and... yeah. Because I can't remember a whole hell of a lot. I can remember some things that happened when I was that young, but there's no vivid memories for me that young. Nothing sticks with me there. All right, Tommy Bateman just says this. I think everyone but Matt was molested on the show. Well, I was almost abducted once. So was I. How was I molested? Listen to what you just said. What? You have no memories before the age of, what, nine? Yeah, right around seven, eight, eight. Eight. I'm yeah. good, man. I'm perfectly healthy, man. No, you're not. You freak out every time we even do that, like, gay touching you on the shoulder thing. You yeah. flip out. I just sit there. Touch him, man. <sighs> Sadly. Watch, watch. Yeah, Becca and Melbourne here <laughs> in the hideout. Ladies <laughs> first, what's up, Becca? Uh, nothing. Just chilling. What you got? I just think it's so cool that you guys can just be so open about it, you know what I mean? Because a lot of people just stay damaged, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. No one said we were better. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I guess this is kind of therapy. I mean, I should tell the whole... I, I want to tell as much of the story as I can, but I honestly don't think there's a lot I can say on the air. Right. To be perfectly honest. Like FCC regulation-wise? Yeah. or So it went that far? Oh, yeah. I mean, like, you know. Yeah. I mean, it was it was pretty... I, f- I mean, I, I didn't actually have sex with her. Well, I mean, at that age, can you? I mean, I remember being, quote-unquote... Excited. Turgid. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. And here's the thing about it, too, because I look... All right, let's take a break. Let me gather my thoughts. Yeah, kind of try to figure out what you can can't say. And if you guys got questions or... I'm sure I will. 
Yeah, I didn't mean to be a downer, dude. No, I, and this I, is this is fine. I think this is perfect. Because it's not like not perfect. Like it's great having you. Because <laughs> uh, it's not like I um, it's not like it really bothers me. I don't think. I mean, I I, I honestly don't. It doesn't. Why do you hate Hooch then? <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Oh. <laughs> Why do we all hate her? <laughs> but I uh, all yeah. molested by a fat girl at one point. <laughs> fat smelly. <laughs> Right, let's take By one break. of the walking onions in the Domino's commercials. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I right, will take a break and come back. It's a hideout. Real radio. 104.1. All right, Wednesday night in the hideout. Real radio 104.1. Bombshell drop. Heretic Zeppelin and Deuce shall drop by. Just the most, uh, at the best time. Yeah. Why is it <laughs> wherever together. anything you know comes up where there's awkward moments, Deuce Chill is not far behind? It just <laughs> figures that he was walking down the hall. Who, who, who? What's going on, guys? <laughs> it would have been so much better if he had been here yesterday, though. Mm. I almost was. Would you turn around? Yep. How did I know? Um. So anyway, I dropped the bombshell uh, last segment mm-hmm. that I was molested as a kid by a chick. About four or five years old. Female uh, babysitter, chunky, chunky girl. And here's the thing, though. It's, I mean, honestly, there's a double standard that, you know, it's like, oh, it's a chick, so it's kind of not that big a deal, is it? It is. It truly is. I see what you're saying, though. Like, if, if you were a chick and you would have said it, everyone here would be like, that's blanked well, up. If and... I told you guys that I had been molested by a guy, you guys would. Honestly, look at me differently. Do you look at me differently now? Um, right now, yeah. Yeah. But uh, what is damaged goods? Well, well, it's a little new, you know. That first blast. I'm just, I'm truly wondering if this is a one-time deal. No, it happened over. Uh, it happened. I want to say. I, I know it happened multiple times. I'm going to say over the course of, like, maybe two weeks. How many times over the two weeks? Maybe even longer. That I don't know. Is that the whole time she was babysitting you, or? Yeah. So every time she was babysitting you, something happened there. And how... It, it was, uh, honestly, and it's so, like, the prototypical kid toucher thing. Mm-hmm. Hey, let's go play. Let's go to make-believe land. Right. Yeah, douche Joe. Now, what was your reaction when your parents would be like, yeah, what's your face is coming over to babysit? Honestly? Excitement? Excitement. Not going to lie to you. Because here I am, you know, I'm a dude, and some chick wants to do stuff. I don't, you know. This this explains a lot about you, honestly. Really? At, at least in your earlier years on why you never pleasured yourself <laughs> going through high school and all that kind of stuff. It, it, when, when you did it the one time, it brought back that kind of stuff with you, I, I think. Well, I mean, I'm not a doctor, but I would imagine that would be part of it. Yeah, because I did not... Uh... Punch the clown from the sixth grade all the way till college, and I always wondered why with that, and I think that could have something to do with it. I honestly, I'm not gonna lie to you, I was just freaked out by the couple of times that I did it in the sixth grade. I don't know if I was freaked out because of what happened earlier in life. It, I don't remember. I I honestly, because I still remember those two times that I did it in the mm-hmm. sixth grade, or the summer before the sixth grade. It didn't really. That never popped into my head. I Chunks. mean, maybe something subconsciously. Chunks gave me audio of it. 
Why? Why? Why do Everything you? is fine. Who else would be able to play it? Everything is fine, fine, fine. The sky is in its place. This is a Kid Toucher song. Is fine. From a Kid Toucher play. <laughs> Love is good to see you're on my side. Actually, though. It brings up a good point. We had played like four or five tracks from this play earlier. So like I'm thinking, oh my God, he's, he's, you found these songs and made us play it. And now that you've dropped the bomb, you've told us. like you. I didn't find this. Think of it differently? Dubs did. <laughs> oh, did he? Yeah. I didn't find this. Dubs is like, hey, this is hilarious. You gotta <laughs> oh, never mind that. Yeah, what the hell? All right, let me tell you this, because I'm not going to get into specifics, because I honestly don't think the FCC would allow it. If we ever, if we ever get to the point where we're on satellite, it'll be one of the ver- first stories I'll tell. All right, details. But um, I do remember that this this babysitter would always wear baby powder. She always had to put baby powder on. There's uh, something with her right there. I don't know, possibly. I was an idiot. Stop. Because now it's just, now it, it makes me sick. Now I'm feeling a little nauseous. <laughs> oh. All right. Can you tell me this? <laughs> Hold, on. Hold on. Now let me say something real fast, and then I'll get to any questions that you have. Um, I think my mom may have figured it out. Is that why it all ended? Because she stopped babysitting for me. Um, One time when I had baby powder, like, Kind of all over me. And it was kind of like, what the hell? And I didn't, I mean, she didn't ask me, but I think she may have confronted the babysitter. And I remember seeing the babysitter once later, because she was a friend of the friend of the family. Mm -hmm. I remember seeing her once, maybe like 10 years later. I may have even been a teenager. And I even thought about, hey, you want to go pick back up? Because at that point I was horny and I was Mm -hmm. ready to actually get some action. But, uh... But yeah, so you know, there. You got any questions? I don't. Yeah. know. That's, that's essentially what it is. All right, Tommy, you don't want to go too deep into like the graphic action. I, I just don't think one. we can. Um, hands or mouth used? Yeah. Both. Yeah. Both and, ways. Can uh. I? Yeah. Yeah. I guess you could say that. And can I ask where the baby powder came into play? That's what she was wearing. Yeah, yeah. she would just wear it for some reason. I don't know why. Maybe she was fat. She sweat a lot. She didn't want to. I don't know. I, I don't even know what baby powder does. Yeah, Gibbs. Did you guys do like, you know, like when you weren't, when that wasn't going on, did you do normal stuff also? Or was it just kind of awkward? Watch soaps. Huh. Yeah. That's awkward. I guess it kind of is. I remember asking, though, hey, when are we going to go play? Oh, you know, so that that was how it was termed. We're gonna go play. Exactly. And playing meant molestation. Yeah. So then you initiated it. No, I didn't initiate it. So you're well, gonna blame him. Yeah, I was wearing a short skirt. <laughs> you were asking for it, and I was wearing a lot of CK1. <laughs> Shouldn't have been near that pinball machine, huh? Right. <laughs> I. I'll have a accused. Uh, now here's what's funny. Um. I, someone asks, how did she approach you? Like, how did it all get started? I genuinely don't know how I got started. 
Well, yeah, I mean, I just the, remember the, it happening. The uh, the happening is when it sparks into your head and holds it like a like a steel trap in your memory. Right. And did she tell you not to tell your parents? I, yeah, probably. I think I would so. imagine so. I mean, it, it was probably something like uh, we're not going to get the play anymore. Yeah, if mom and dad find out you're playing adult games, right, people, we won't be able to do it anymore. People are fascinated with the hooch angle. Uh, <laughs> she was not as big as Hooch. I'll tell you that now. I was an idiot. If you are. <laughs> the hell? Eighth wonder. He's <laughs> 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 the Colossus. <laughs> now, yes, douche show. Now, when this happened the first time, when it first started, did you think something was wrong? Or was it just, oh, this feels good, I'll let's see what happens? Honestly, it did nothing felt wrong about it. That's why I've, ne- I've never really had a... Wrong oogie feeling about it. That's why it's never been anything that like I cry about at night or that bothers me or. And I don't want to give you that kind of uh, torture in your head, but but I do think you you should find a problem in it. No, I agree. I yeah. mean, it's awful. Yeah, of yeah, course. Yeah, the baby powder was the problem. Yeah, because that's what caused it to stop. All right, you think maybe uh, this is another question. Do you think that I look at girls differently, like subconsciously? I love the other way subconsciously is spelled. Uh, hmm. I, I guess I've I've always said I'll never be with a fat chick. Well, you already have. You've ruined your you ruined your uh... again. Okay. I'll never chubby chase. But are you guys seem really uncomfortable? Not uncomfortable. I'm just, I. I'm just trying to figure stuff out here. Zeppelin's like, hey, whatever. I rat hold a gear shift when I was in Iraq and bored for 20 bucks and some whiskey. Cigarettes. <laughs> Get your facts straight, Hefe. All right, Tommy, you got any questions? Um, no. Really? No. What do I care? No. I mean, I don't mean that in a bad way, but I mean, oh, whatever. Oh, were these... And that that seems like there's an issue with you too. I, uh, hold on, let me let me go. Back. Here's the here's the funny. Right, we got a break. We'll break and we'll come back and we'll actually pick that angle up. No thanks. I, I I have a couple more questions for you when we get back to. All right, so hideout road radio 104.1. I can Why come back with the kid touching song? That's helping. All right, welcome back into the hideout road radio 104.1. I did drop a bombshell that I was molested as a kid by a. A female babysitter. Yeah, this isn't. This is love, Jerry. Uh, but this is a boy-on-boy boy thing going. Yeah, Zeppelin, you have a question. Hideout heretic. How did this um affect you growing up and turning into a feminist? Did this affect you as? I'm being getting feminist that question. Nah, I. No, I think growing up with a single mom and also too, my ex had a lot to do with that. She was really involved with like the feminist movement. I was pretty much a chick hater until I had met her. So, now, do you think that was part of that though, the chick hating part? Nah, I mean, I, now I, I, I mean, not no more than any other guy like would hate girls or not like girls or whatever. You know, like Matt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, while you're sure. hating the girls, are you loving the men? How, no, how does that stupid. work? Come on. Now, going back to the actual action that was going on, mm-hmm. uh, when you guys were going to go play, as she put it, mm-hmm. was there any kind of like? child activity that she tried to uh like uh like kind of co-op into it 
to make it more, you know, fun for you getting started into it? Twister, Candyland. <laughs> Honestly, like something like that, like maybe some kind of make-believe, some kind of uh, Cowboys and Indians type thing. Honestly, bro, I don't remember. No? I'm not going to lie. No, I don't. I don't think so, but I honestly I don't remember. I just remember the specific like like the specific actions. That's the big thing that sticks out. Where would she take you to do this? Would she take my you bed? Oh, uh. wow. Yes, uh, Zeppelin. Did you ever try to refuse, or was there anything if you refused any kind of consequences? No, no, I was kind of into it. I'm not gonna lie to you. I mean, I was a young male kid. <laughs> Wow. I mean, but I, I know I understand that, but like, I do remember like being into it. I don't know. I mean, I remember that. It wasn't ever like I was forced to do anything. Do you think maybe she tricked you to be into it? I, I mean, could have been. Could have. I mean, I, I'm not. I'm not attacking you in any kind of way. Here. No, it seems like you are. Why? Come on. I can teach you. Um, all right, Tommy. Tommy mentions that he thinks all of us but uh, Matt were touched in the hideout. And he goes... He, he, he left he, himself in there. Well, he, it's funny because... You can't prove that. <laughs> Why did I get left out? <laughs> Go ahead and read him what I wrote. It's like kickball, man. <laughs> because here's what it said. Chunks definitely... I mean, uh, Dubs definitely... Chunks probably cornered Matt. No one's interested. You're a bastard. Why Dubs definitely? Oh, because you can't remember anything. You can't even look at Mayo. He's a cute kid. Can't even look at Mayo. Um, Tommy. Yeah. Since I came out, I did wear Wranglers. Being being molested. You? Do you have anything you want to talk about? I was groped a few times. Were you? Yeah. Male, female. Male and male. Mm. Oh. So different people. One. Yeah. One time was playing football. By the way. Is that maybe part of your hate for football? No, I just find it very boring. And why you love fantasy football so much? Ugh, now you're just making me angry. I, well, how old were you? Um, I know I wasn't even ten. Wow. But but was it by someone in your own class, like your own age? He was like a year older. Okay. And then the other person I can't even get into on air. Can you say old or young? Old. How old? Like. Like, I got like twenties or. I, like, I think I, I'm not gonna lie. I think I have it figured out. I think you're wrong, but I think I know where you're going, but it's wrong. Canyon. <laughs> I like penis. <laughs> All right, I just asked Dad, and he said no. So. Yeah. Uh, hold on, Katie in Orlando. Ladies first in the hideout. What's up, Katie? Hey, what's going on? Yo. What are you guys up to? <laughs> Uh, just talking uh, about being touched. Talking about when we were, when we were touched as a kid. You guys are a trip. I'm trying to watch you at my job, and customers are coming in, and y'all are talking about this. I'm getting looks. Yeah, sorry about that. And I'm getting wood, so <laughs> it's uh, kind of an even trade-off. Right. What's up, sweetie? Um, no, I just wanted to tell you guys that I had an ex-boyfriend for like three or four years that actually he had the same thing happen to him. He, uh, I think he was probably like maybe, I want to say like six or seven and he told me one time that he had a uh, a babysitter that would come to his house and uh, take care of him. And actually, even when he would get off of school, they would go to the local pool and she would... Um, do stuff to him? Well, she, she would actually make him do stuff. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. But, you know, but I mean, like, he's he's like a serious freak now. Like, 
Yeah. In the bed? No. Yeah, yeah, exactly, in the bed. But, um... But, yeah, I mean, like, I think he liked it, too, though. He, he like, was proud of it more than anything. Yeah, because that's the thing. I mean, sometimes I wanted to bring it up, like, you know, almost in a bragging kind of way. Yeah, but you kind of don't know, you know, whether... I don't think it well, truly should be something to be bragging no, about. No, I understand. No, I, I, and that's the whole double standard with mm -hmm. society, because I know for a fact if I were a chick and I said this, you guys would look at me way different. And if I said it would have been a man instead of a woman, you guys... <laughs> Would be completely weirded out. Thank you, Katie, for the phone call too. I know. Demand details. Do you th do you think that the bragging is like a way of masking the trauma? I'm not gonna lie to you. I'd be. I just told you that I was touched by a uh, by a chick when I was like young. I mean, I'm not masking anything. I tell you if mm -hmm. I felt any specific way. Yes. Yeah, not like you're hiding anything. All right. Now, uh, Chick Fil A John wants to know, what do I feel when I smell baby powder? I don't think it. Rotten. It doesn't spark that memory immediately. I was an idiot. I don't think so. That's <laughs> sure it wasn't baking powder or flour. No. Tommy, you don't want pancakes. Tell, you don't want to tell yours, Tommy. I can't. You can't even you know kind of what? give a generality to it. Uh, I wasn't naked. I can tell you that. But there were several instances where people just came up and grabbed me. How old were you? I, I don't remember exactly. I know probably between seven and nine, maybe. Now, does this happen a lot? All right, let's, go, all right, let's be completely honest. Now, I, I believe I would remember something like that personally. No. Because, well, why? You can remember it, but not me? I don't have that power in my head? I didn't remember it till like, a few years ago. Because like, of therapy? Yeah. I remember getting ugged out like when any like uh, older guy would like you know like a coach or anything would put his hand on my shoulder or something yeah. you know so I think I, like someone touching the junk would definitely be a memory I had. Huh. Tommy, was yours like a gang up situation where you were getting hazed? No, no, not at all. I you would... said it was multiple. No, no, no I meant multiple times. There, different people. There's two, yeah, two different people. Two different people did it? Yeah. At seven, different times. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, I got that. Like, one of them was when you were playing football. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then the other was... Different. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think he, want, he definitely doesn't want to go into that one. Yeah. That one he wants to stay as far away from as possible. How you feeling now, dude? <laughs> I feel great. Thanks for making me dance with a gay guy last night, by the way. <laughs> He's your friend! Is it something that still haunts you? Yeah, 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 that's a good question. Because I'm not going to lie, man. If mine haunted me, I really would tell you. I don't think I'd have told you if it was a dude who had done it. I'm sure it'd be you way different. You want to period? Yeah, no, no. With you guys? You kidding? Why not? Oh, We're not being supportive with you with this not, one. Not only that, but as being, Are some, we? being somebody... <laughs> ass. <laughs> but as seeing, being somebody in broadcasting, you know? Mm -hmm. you, you know how asshat DJs are, and maybe they want to use some ammunition, you know? I don't know. But once you put it on the air, that takes away all their power. No, I agree. All right, Tommy's over there biting his nails. Should we drop it? Bro? I always bite my nails. I'm trying to build the suspense. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm nervous. You don't want to tell a story at all? How old were you that time? Which time? This, the other time you don't want to talk about. Um... I remember two times with that person. Okay. What age range? I don't remember exactly. I, I just Teens? know. 
No, no. Okay. I remember both times it was like between seven and nine. Okay. okay. Yeah. Were they then they were older? Yeah. Much? Yes. Okay. Teacher? Sure, we'll go with teacher. I want the truth. I mean, I don't want to... I can't talk about it. All right, let me ask you. And then I'll drop it, I swear, because I don't want to pressure you. I mean, I was ready to say my thing, you know. Uh, can you not talk about it for legal reasons, or you just don't want to talk about it on the air because it could start a whole, like, flood of emotions? Or flood from... Neither. It's because of... Someone finding out. Well, family does tune into the show. Ah. Mm-hmm. Uh... So someone in your family. <laughs> it, it could have been, but even if it was, I'm not going to say anything because then they'll ask who, blah, 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 oh, I gotcha, and I gotcha. all this other stuff. And then it just ends up being a whole problem that Tommy shouldn't have to deal with because of it. He's already dealt with enough, Pepe. I mean... What? <laughs> hey, you acted like I didn't even go through anything, dude. Stop cornering Tommy. <laughs> Been through a lot. Me and uh, Terry no, I, Hatcher know that pain. I do too. I'm just that's why that's what made me think Stop of it. Stop jumping on the bandwagon. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> All right, bro. I don't want to. You just you know, if everyone talked to anybody, match there for you. Yep. He's I, I always think... there. Where else is he gonna be? <laughs> He's always online. I think Zeppelin was too. There's just something about him. Those crazy eyes. Yeah. <laughs> That's just the Marines, dude. That's being in Afghanistan and Iraq. It's being touched by the government. That's by having six kills and vaccines. God knows that they did to them. Gear shifts. Gear shifts. A tractor molested him when he was younger. <laughs> yeah. There's no six speed. Yes, yeah, Zeppelin. I really do feel left out because I was never molested. It's... Dude, get over here. I'm lost by a 47 like John Deere. Missing out. <laughs> Am I missing out on it? It's the Hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Coming up next on the Hideout. All right, there's some people that they had some phone calls. They got some questions. We'll wrap it up. I just figured I'd, you know. I'm glad you did. Very, very uh You don't look at me differently? No. I, I don't feel different now that I've said anything. That's why I don't think it really bothered me. It's a hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Wait tonight in the hideout. It's Real Radio 104.1. 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041, and star 1041 if you have a singular wireless phone. I will wrap this up, and then uh, Zeppelin is here. We do need to talk about the camping mm-hmm. that uh, Gibbs has to go on with uh, with Zeppelin for losing the Oscar picks. Broke back camping. So we'll chat about that in a second. First, some people want to comment. Just not tuning in, I revealed that I was touched as a kid by a female babysitter. It's like four or five or six, I don't know. Teen. Yeah. That'd have been cooler. Hmm. Uh, Flux and Rock Ledger in the hideout. What's up? Hey Flux. Guys, how's it going? What's going on? Hey, brother. Um, yeah, I just wanted to say that actually uh, almost exactly the same thing happened to me, but uh, I was like eight or nine years old, mm-hmm. and it was um, an older lady. She was probably about 20, 22, and a friend of the family, and I used to go over there on the weekends and stuff and, you know, hang out, and, and her dad was kind of like a uh, second dad to me because I didn't really have one growing up, and he was kind of weird too, you know, kind of touchy-feely, but... Um, Mine went so far as, you know, the whole deal. Oh. And, and it continued on 
actually for several years till probably I was like 13 or 14 years old. Wow. Because kind of like you, I by that age I was kind of starting to, you know, enjoy it. I for lack of anything else and and I even started initiating it after that, but but kind of like you said, um in the beginning it was all those little stigmas attached to it like um she used to, you know it was kind of like a game at first yeah let's go play let's do right. the, you know that kind of stuff exactly and um hmm. and you know try to make it into a whole fantasy thing and and um it was not for me it's kind it was kind of like hey days of our lives are over you want to go play right yeah, <laughs> exactly. and that's and that's how it ended up all right best of luck to you flux thank you for calling in and sharing buddy thanks bud now, I, I believe that a lot of young girls, when this happens to them, they were into it, too. You know, they thought they were doing a good thing and having fun. And later on, they find out, holy crap. Quite possibly. I do know, too, and it probably sexualized me a lot earlier, because I remember, like, I cussed, like, in the... I was a avid cusser in the first grade. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got busted with a porno. Like How a young? porno magazine. Elementary school. Yeah, I, I, I was remember, like first I, or second grade. I brought a porno into the fourth grade. I think that's the first time I brought porn into school. I didn't bring it to school. I actually had it at home. Oh, see, I brought mine to school. Show my friends. Hmm. Look what I found. But uh, but yeah, I don't know. Mike in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What's up, Mike? Hey, uh, just wanted to kind of say the same thing. Um, when I was seven, um, uh, my babysitter. I think she was probably. 13. I just remember she had like basically like mosquito bites, sort of speak. So I just I'm not sure exactly how old she was, but um, you know that's that's kind of all I remember about it. But um, I do know that she 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 came to me and she said uh, her her words were something like he, he do you want a hump or something like that. Wow. And she, yeah. She, she and I didn't even really know what that meant at all. I mean I was totally confused and she gave me like a multiple choice option. She said. A, yes, B, no, C. And I don't remember the exact order, but I just picked the letter, and she says, okay, that means you want to. And so, I mean, right there, she just kind of started going at it. And I wasn't, I didn't have, I had no idea what it was that we were doing. No, and it it didn't register with me, really. I don't think. I just kind of knew part of me said, hey, this kind of feels good. Part of it, I don't know, maybe it's the attention that I was getting. And best of luck, Mike. No, yeah, I appreciate it. I'm wondering, why is it that these girls are sleeping with young kids, and in high school it's so difficult to get laid? You know, yeah. the, these people are basically right around that age, but it's so difficult for a high school guy to get laid. But these girls are fooling around with the people they are. Do you want a real answer? Because I think it's because they're in power at that point. Well, isn't, isn't the excuse no? I'm, I got to go babysit. Oh, come on. Actually, that is, uh, you know, have you ever asked a girl out on a date and she's not interested, so she just tells you, I got to babysit? Yeah, she's getting getting some. She's babysitting. Yes, Zeppelin. I have to disagree with that whole them being in power because a a female possessing what they possess, they're in power pretty much at all times. If in high school, any chick can come up to any guy, she's going to have power over them. Yeah, girls can own guys in high school. Not the... hmm. Well, you were say not the fat one? Yeah, I, I didn't want to say it. Why they, not? They can't, though. No, it's true. They own no one. I, I honestly don't think that this chick was probably getting any anywhere. She wasn't great looking. I have to pee. <laughs> Dude, I'm going to really, I'm going to throw up. Seriously. All right, I'll give you a choice. I was an idiot. Or? 
I like penis. <laughs> oh, boy. Ooh. Um, yeah, I don't know. But that, that's that. Sorry. I mean, I just wanted to throw it out. No, there. nobody's sorry. Well, I didn't know if we I don't, you know, like it's kind of a bit of a downer or something. Yeah, I didn't want to do that. Uh, definitely something that it, it's not a I upper mean, you know, in a, right? But, you know. Because other people are talking about it. I'm just like, you know, I, I want to be more open and honest with the audience. And I think here's that, what's going to suck. I know at some point somebody's going to come up and go, hey, sorry, you're a touch, bro. <laughs> like at an open door or a party afterwards or at bowling on Saturday. Hand on your shoulder. Where to happen? And you know it's going to be not hefe. We, we aren't on the air right now. You can give me details. I'll listen. In the middle of a call. Uh, yes, Gibbs. Uh, your your family, I'm sure, is naturally not going to be too happy about this. Do you think they're going to track her down and have a word or two with nah. her? Nah. I don't think so. Uh, have although, you, they, although they probably could, to be perfectly honest with you, because it was a friend of a friend of the family. Did you ever try to track her down later on in life? Nah. Why? <laughs> I mean, when you were, like, you know, I don't know, like 12 or 13, so you could do it again. I, I'm not going to lie. I probably have thought about it. I think I did think about it maybe a couple of times when I did um, Punch the Clown. How long ago? Probably, like, in college. Okay. It probably seeped into my mind. Someone... It maybe vaguely looked like her in a porn, you know? Shit, I do remember this. She had huge boobs. Oh, yeah, it comes with the territory. She was a chunky girl. No. Not all of them. <laughs> Blackjack. I, I have to pee. Stop. I was an idiot. I was an idiot. I was an idiot. I was an idiot. Something yeah, you said idiot. you were going to get into, maybe you changed your mind. You said when your mom finally knew, and how you think that she knew what was going on. I, th- I talked about that already, because I think she saw the baby powder all over me that this girl used to wear. Now, I don't think I'll ever really bring it up to my mom, unless somehow my stepbrother, who's an ass and wants to get back at me. Why would you want to get back at you? You're trying to get him laid. Brings it up. No, because he's getting handies and such. <laughs> um... So anyway, there it is. Yeah, and here's what's funny: I don't particularly feel better. No? No, I didn't. I didn't feel like I was really you, hiding anything. You know, it, I mean, I feel, feel better because ba- we killed an hour. <laughs> <laughs> well, you may not feel better now, but I think uh, it'll. Well, let help. me ask you this: and just if, in your own, in your, you know, junior psychological psychiatry way of thinking. I've taken many classes. Right. I'm sure that's what the you minored in that at Specs Howard School of Broadcasting. Damn right. Do you think that's part of why I have eating issues and why I'm chunky? I mean, could be. I, I don't know I, how I, I don't would relate. Think, I don't think so. Because food never entered into the equation, other than the fact that she was chunky. Now I'm trying to figure out what you're into nowadays in the sack and seeing if that has anything. Here's what's funny. Maybe this has something to do with it. I'm not really a boob guy. I remember her, I mm-hmm. mean, a lot of stuff that happened involved her breasts. And I'm not a boob guy, I'm more of an ass guy. I was an idiot. What? I'm, I, I can't say it on the air. Uh, possibly. Okay. Now you're looking at you're me like you're jealous. <laughs> now you're looking at me like you're jealous. I still can't get to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, come on. Um, read it. No, I'm not reading it. You read it. Just show it to Matt, then. No, you read it. Send it to me. There, Matt. Um, 
Lock the door. I can hear. Hooch is coming up with a large <laughs> bottle of baby powder. <laughs> I, but what were you saying? Do you think um, what you're in? Is there anything you're into now? That... Oh, but, you know, like I was saying, but I'm an ass guy. I'm not really a boob guy. Do you have any kind of freak thing that uh, not freak, but like you know your own freak that? No, not you aren't kinky at all. Not particularly. Not I. Not anything that any guy probably isn't really into. I don't go over and above and beyond. Pretty basic when it comes to sex. I'm good. Any role playing? Nah, please. What do I look like? You like to eat during it? You, uh, you mean food? Food, yes. Because you said she was a big girl. I don't know. No, I don't eat. I don't like mixing food and sex. It's not good. Um. Yes, gives. It sounds like you're like one of the lucky ones who, because you said it. You know, you realize that it was wrong, but it doesn't. You don't dwell on you don't cry about it at night yeah I, don't, yeah. I, I think you're one of the lucky ones who you know it did happen to but you're all right and it doesn't really you know affect you today i mean i wonder if i was a chick if i would have ended up a stripper because of you that. basically have that's what radio hosts are that's the that's the male version of strippers here's the thing Just this begging is, for attention and dollars i think the attention thing probably is part of some of that mm-hmm. i could see that yeah no doubt a little psychotherapy here in the hideout yeah zeppelin What's your view towards older chicks now? Well, I mean, oh. like, I don't know, none. I mean, she was like, I, she could have been in her late teens, early 20s. Yeah, but she looked much older because she you. was heavy. She had that varicose uh, style to her where the, just the veins make her look older? No, nah, I don't remember veins. I've been with a couple of those. I do remember, now nah, I feel like I'm getting too graphic. Go ahead. Her uh, nips? Yeah. Oh, wow. Ooh. Yeah, that big. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, extra <laughs> extra pepperoni. So, anyway, there's that. You're not uncomfortable, are you? going to treat me differently? Yeah. I'm not going to look at you or talk to you. <sighs> I'm just going to point and laugh. It's going to make the show hard. <laughs> you were almost abducted, Matt? Yeah. How uh, so? Uh, what, did your mom arrange it? Yeah. I was walking down the street with my friend, and my friend was, we were both fat kids. And a forklift <laughs> drove up. Yeah. <laughs> so this train started rolling and by. This, and this black guy comes driving up in his old caddy, and he says, um, Hey, I'm the manager of the McDonald's down the street. You guys want to ride? I can give you free food if you want it. What a pickup line. And, uh, he knew you. Yeah, and, and I know the man, in shocker, I knew the manager at the McDonald's <laughs> down the street. I was like, that's no, not the you guy. Are. And I was like, I get free Grimace cookies from him. That's and not he, him. And he, and he kept saying, no, seriously, come in my, come in my uh, car. We can go right down and get, you know, ice cream, whatever you want for free. And he even got out and put his hand on my shoulder and I'm like, uh, no. And he just, Gave up and walked away. How or old? got back to his car and drove away. How old were you? I was 10. Yeah, I, I mean, it just sounded like you were offered a free meal, bro. Uh, and rape. It was, he, it was gonna happen. Maybe, is how that do you why? know? Did he say it? They never said, hey, you wanna take it? <laughs> I got two quarter pounders for you. <laughs> Alright, Destro says. Round, round, a quarter of a pound. Destro says Barnum and Bailey tried to snatch Matt up. Put him on a unicycle. <laughs> Balancing hey, a beach ball on his nose. By the way, Destro, where are my Jordans, bro? I was looking for those about a month ago.
All right, let's take a break. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Bye. Hi, welcome back to the Hideout Row Radio 104.1, Wednesday night in the Hideout. Coming up, Hideout Door Prize Blowout, and then at 10, we'll do the um, What's on the Web interview with the It's Real to Me guy. Chunks, answer phones and have Gibbs come in here so that we can talk about this. If you go to the Hideout page, newly designed realradio.fm, uh, you can see we made our picks for the Oscars. Um, and whoever lost had to go camping with the craziest heretic of them all, Zeppelin, who's been sitting in. I chose, actually, Chunks won, technically. He got 12 right. Tommy got 11. Dubs and Matt tied with 10 correct. I got 9. Gibbs got 6 picks right. The fewest. So he is going camping with Heretic Zeppelin. All right, Zeppelin, where are you guys going? By the way, congratulations. Do you want to say where you work now? Do you? Does it matter? You're a firefighter in Leesburg, right? Yes, sir. That's fantastic. Let's give it. That's a former Marine, current Heretic, and firefighter in Leesburg. Congratulations to you. We're very proud of you. I know it's ever since we met you, it's something you wanted to do, and you made it. So we're very happy for you, my friend. Now, um, let's talk about the camping, though. So where are you guys? Where are you taking Gibbs to uh, camping? Uh, that's up. That's up to his choice. We can go camping out at Chick Fil A John's Ranch. He has a thousand acres plus out in Bush now. Or we can go up to the Ocala National Forest. Or if there's anywhere in particular that Gibbs would want to go, I'd, I'd prefer to go to the Ocala National Forest because nobody can hear you scream out there. Okay. Mm. So now here's the thing. With pleasure. If it was gonna be one of the main guys on the show, we were going to do it on the weekend. But since it's Gibbs, we can afford to lose him during the week. Mm-hmm. Forever. Or, yeah, like that, like forever. So, what kind of reception, because here's the thing, I'm thinking we send you guys out, and Gibbs just does, does call-ins all night from the camping, and I would like Chick-fil-A John to document it, or one of you two to document uh, Brokeback Camping with Zeppelin. Blair Witch style, nothing but night vision. I completely agree. It'll be Blair Witch slash uh, Paris Hilton video. Oh, nice. <laughs> Gibbs will be Paris. See, I made it till I was 19 without being touched. Now that's all out the window. Yeah, now you actually can consent. Welcome to the Ida. You're legal now, boy. <sighs> um. Now let me ask you this: What do you uh, What do you guys have planned for the camping? First, we're gonna start off with some marksmanship training. I give you. Have you ever fired a gun before? Yes. Okay, so that shouldn't be too this bad. This paints for you. the bullseye. <laughs> As always. Thank God I'm gay. <laughs> so you'll be used to it. My bullseye will be the small of his back. Won't be. Careful. I have HIV. <laughs> be Ooh. careful. Just make yeah. sure you bag it. Um. So, start off with some uh, shooting. What kinds of guns? 12 gauge shotgun, 40 caliber pistol, probably some 45 caliber pistols, M14s, 22 rifles, 16 gauge shotguns, 30 out sixes, 300 mags, maybe some demolitions. Then we're gonna drink. <laughs> okay. I thought you drink beforehand. I thought you always drink before you shotguns, like you know the vice president does. <laughs> well, we'll drink. We'll drink a little. I'm not gonna get too stumbling drunk. I'm gonna get good and buzzed, so I'm good and relaxed. But it's and then we'll probably drink while we're shooting. I'll we're tell you what. After shooting, I'll tell you what, Zeppelin. We were all completely 
petrified uh, while we were looking at the uh, the results coming in. Afraid that we would have to be Trying to figure out who's going and hoping it wasn't us. <laughs> now Nothing the, against you. The big thing about this... Actually, this. Yeah. It's all, it's all about you. The big thing about this is not just the shooting. Are you going to go hunting, too? I mean, is that part of it? Yeah, I think we're going to, if not hunt, probably trap some animals, learn how to skin them, gut them, cook them. Eat, eat what you catch, because I'm not bringing any food out there. And All right, so you, and you catch Gibbs? <laughs> <laughs> All you're bringing is beer. Manhunt. Beer and some whiskey. Well, what season is it that you can hunt? Anything that moves. <laughs> I've been shafted. <laughs> I think turkey turkey is still in season. That might might be closed, might have closed out, but I think turkey's still oh, in season. Whatever. You, you don't make a them. turkey sound when you're getting them. <laughs> Interns are in season. Mm-hmm. Now, the big thing, though, is you guys have to sleep in the same tent. You have a tent? Yes. You will. <laughs> in the morning. <laughs> and uh, do you sleep with guns? Of course. Buns? <laughs> and. No. Do you still have flashbacks from your time in the military, in the service? Of course. Give, now, is there anything that your uh, lovely fiance, Mrs. Cottontail, does to calm you down? Kisses on my neck. Mm. Gibbs, get used to it, buddy. <laughs> you want to do a little practice round right now? No. No, you don't have to kiss him, but just snuggle to his neck real fast. Mm. Will come you on. shave your body before we go out there? Sure. Okay. Thank Ms. God I'm gay. Miss Cotton tells us, come over here and just, you don't have to kiss his neck. Just, just kind of get close to him. Snuggle to the neck. Zeppelin just hops back. All right, they're zit- uh. sitting on each other's... Uh, they're nice. Oh, wow. <laughs> Alright, uh, Gibbs, snuggle to his neck. Okay, this is getting gayer than yesterday. <laughs> yeah, no, this is. is underneath yeah, they're more into it than we are. Okay. Alright. Kiss, kiss his neck. I'm ready. Alright, uh, here's the thing. Get off of his lap, you yeah. know. You're an intern. <laughs> Maybe I'm ready to take on dudes. Who is that? I love nuts. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm the gay one. <laughs> Anything, and so the camping officially ends when sun the sun sun comes up. It depends. I mean, whenever we recover from our hangovers and we're capable of driving back and walking straight, or the ammunition <laughs> ammunition is exhausted, or the booze is exhausted, or I'm dead. Okay, fantastic. So we'll take a video camera. Mm-hmm. And we'll take a phone so you can do call-ins. Does that work? Yep. Mm-hmm. You guys want to get together on schedules? We'll do it sometime during the week. That sounds good. Oh, you just got to figure out when you're working over at the fire uh, firehouse. Yes, sir. How is that going? I've always heard of fire. My my cousin's a firefighter for the city of Dallas. He says it's the best job ever. He loves it. It is. It's, ab- it's absolutely amazing. You work 10 days a month, 24 hours on, 48 hours on. That's what he was telling me. That, that's part of the big thing. Free health and dental and a one hell of a vision plan, and they get lots of time off. I mean, I think I'm starting off with like five days off, and then for the week I'm doing now for orientation, it's another mandatory four or five they have to take off. So that's an entire month right there. We get paid for all holidays, whether we work them or not. And it's we're, it's a band of brothers. It's You're really close because you've... Trust these guys with your life. Is there a lot of fire action going on out in Leesburg? Not, not too much fire action. Some stations do get more than others. But you're also doing emergency calls, right, too? We do a lot of emergency calls, car wrecks. I'll be right there next to 441, and we've also got the airport to respond to. So it's, it's going to keep us busy. 
Uh, now, Gibbs, what are your thoughts on the camping? Anything in particular you maybe wanted to work in? I mean, I, I like the shooting the Arlen. guns part. It's just once everybody's all good and drunk, I'm I, I'm not going to sleep that night. I'm just going to stay awake. Why? In the fetal position. I'll cuddle, but I don't. You better sleep on your back. Yeah. I don't. <laughs> hey, I no went, I'm just upset because I went so long without being molested or... Oh, you don't know that it's definitely going to happen. Oh, it's going to happen. <laughs> Bring your comfort blanket. <laughs> Several pairs of underwear shall be worn. <laughs> How is that going to help you? Don't take a oh, shower for a week. It won't, but anything. I yeah, Zeppelin. I'll reassure you that I won't do anything to defi defile your manhood, all right? Mm. Okay? All right. all right. Bring someone else to do that. Thank God I'm gay. Never mind. <laughs> Amanda in Melbourne, you're in the hideout. Hey, hey, how you doing? What's up, sweetie? Not much. I was just saying, I mean, I don't know if that, that you'd call it a skit. This is this is the best hideout I've ever heard, I think. You think this so? This is perfect. Booze and guns and camping. And, and molestation. Yeah, and molestation. It's like the Boy Scouts. <laughs> it's a hideout real radio 104.1 doing our thing on a wednesday night it's a hideout real radio 104.1 um let's get a check of the headlines with hideout news director sagari the prophet sagari how you doing today fantastic how are you i'm doing pretty good thank you Fan enjoying your wonderful program tonight very entertaining very formative very sad just very sad uh sagari what's in the news well, in the news, um, uh, Ernest Page has been indicted so far, and uh, I don't know if he's going to get back in office again or not. What did Ernest Page do? What was he, like the mayor of Orange County or something? He's the uh, mayor of the uh, pro-mayor of the city of Orlando. Uh, he took over when, when uh, Buddy, Buddy Dyer was, was indicted. And here's the thing. I think Sir Gary knows more than me. I really don't yeah. know. Yeah, he uh, he knows. Was, well, he's a news director. He should know. Yeah, that's true. So, Sir Gary, what does this mean for the great city of Orlando? Are we done? Is it time to pack up and move to Tampa? Let's make this more uh, more specific. Pack up and move to Tampa, I guess. Uh, Sir Gary, what does this mean for the white people? Uh, more freedom, I guess. What does it mean for the black people? Uh, freedom, too. All right. All right. Not as house, much. As long as it's, yeah, not more, just freedom. Mm -hmm. Not more freedom. What does it mean for Happy and Jacob, though? Uh, I don't know. I'd be happy in the Lord. Exactly. Sir Gary, where are you going to be this Sunday? <laughs> I'll be at New Hope Peabody Baptist Church on Story Road, our new church. We're at the Baptist Pastor at 1030. General Ground 12 and 1. The public's invited to church on Story Road here with the garden. How is that new church? It's real good. Uh, they have good Christian people there, and they have good services, so we have good food to eat. Let, now, me, let me ask you. Do you miss saying Miller and Dillard, though? Yes, I miss saying Miller and Dillard, though. Yeah, that is true. All right, so Gary, thank you. Have a good evening. Enjoy your program. You too. Monday we shall meet him. Ah, oh, boy. All right, Dubs, real fast. We played this at the very end of the show last night. This is uh, one of the wacko, wacko legislators in South Dakota. And his reasoning as to, uh, because they, I guess they passed a law where abortion can only be done in the case of it harming the woman's, like the woman's life is in danger. 
Democratic Representative Clayton Halverson considers himself in the middle on this issue. In my opinion, the middle is uh, allow the amendments we offered, which would include in the case of rape, the option of abortion should be available. In the case of incest, the same thing goes. And when the mother's health or the health of the fetus, um, those are exceptions that, that I don't think should be ignored. And I believe that's the middle. That's where I think most of the people in our state fall. That's not how Senator Napoli reads public opinion in his state. My calls have been running three to one in favor of this bill. Napoli says most abortions are performed for what he calls convenience. He insists that exceptions can be made for rape or incest under the provision that protects the mother's life. I asked him for a scenario in which an exception may be invoked. A real-life description to me would be a rape victim. Brutally raped, savage. The girl was a virgin. She was religious. She planned on saving her virginity until she was married. She was brutalized and raped sodomized as bad as you can possibly make it and is, and is impregnated. I mean, that girl could be so messed up physically and psychologically that carrying that child could very well threaten her life. Here's the thing. If you were going to save your uh, your virginity, you know, until you were married, all right, you can get the abortion. But if you weren't, if you said, hey, maybe I would have given it up to the right guy before we were married, eh, you're out of it. You uh, You don't qualify anymore. It's just, this guy is somehow in power, and, and he's making laws that it, very well in the future could affect all of us here, even though it's in South Dakota. The Supreme Court gets involved. Just listen, because he goes, under that circumstances only, under those only, would a woman suffer to the point where it could affect her life. If she were religious, a virgin... Savagely, brutally, savagely, brutally, twice each, I think he said, uh, and sodomized. Those are the only ways that a rape would affect a woman to the point it could it could mess up her life. And I also want you to listen again right here. Um, there's a there's a part in it where he says uh, sodomized uh, worse than you ever could imagine. Like you know, just regular sodomy. No, mm. but you know, you. you uh, you bring a like a uh, a fire hose into the mm. into the equation. That's bad enough. You gotta do some Japanese kind of crap. Yeah. <laughs> My calls have been running three to one in favor of this bill. Napoli says most abortions are performed for what he calls convenience. He insists that exceptions can be made for rape or incest under the provision that protects the mother's life. I asked him for a scenario in which an exception may be invoked. A real life description to me would be a rape victim. Brutally raped, savage. The girl was a virgin. She was religious. She planned on saving her virginity until she was married. She was brutalized and raped, sodomized as bad as you can possibly make it, and is, and is impregnated. I mean, that girl could be so messed up physically and psychologically that carrying that child could very well threaten her life. The you thing. hear the, how the impregnant is kind of an afterthought, too? Yeah, you can just see how he has visualized this. That is the most disturbing part to me, that there there is so much uh, focus on the actual action taking place that you know he has visualized and just completely engorged himself into this whole thing going on. It is very disturbing.
And yet this is where uh, we could be headed. This is the middle. <laughs> this is Well, this guy doesn't profess to be in the middle because no. he even says, I want, it, I want it to be the good old days where if you happen to get knocked up in your neighborhood, everyone got together and you, you were forced to get married and you just lived your life. The good old days. It's unbelievable. I almost want to listen to them again. Hey, why not, man? Play it one more time. People need to know this is going on. My calls have been running three to one in favor of this bill. Napoli says most abortions are performed for what he calls convenience. He insists Paul. that exceptions can be made for rape or incest under the provision that protects the mother's life. I asked him for a scenario in which an exception may be invoked. A real-life description to me would be a rape victim. Brutally raped, savage, the girl was a virgin, she was religious, she planned on saving her virginity until she was married, she was brutalized and raped, sodomized as... How many times did you say brutalized, raped, raped, raped again? Well, because, I mean, there's also such a thing as a loving rape, I suppose. Raped, brutalized... Sodomy. Savagely. Rape, rape, rape. Worse than you could ever imagine. <laughs> CJ in Daytona, you're in the hideout. What's up, CJ? So let's think about a scenario with this way this guy's thinking. Mm -hmm. You know, they drag you out into, um, you know, a national park. The guy's raping you. And, and what's the woman supposed to do? Go, hey, while you're in, could you hit me back there? Just so I <laughs> yeah, can, just so I can get So I can't get the yeah, abortion? Yeah, yeah. Per the law, I need you to, uh, you know, <laughs> hey, nani, nani. Right. No, dude, great point, CJ. Thank you. Exactly. It, it, having a checklist for something like this is just dangerous. Hold on. Could you beat me so it qualifies as brutalized? Because just you raping me isn't enough. Can you even up this bruise? It's uh, Somehow could you find me a crucifix so I could be shown as religious? Can you brand me a little? Just a really... Ken in Palm Bay, you're in the hideout. What's up? What's up, Hester? What you got, buddy? Yeah, this morning, you know, he's not leaving girls with any choice. Of course, there's, you know, there's adoption, but how many other kids are already there, you know? But not, not only no choice, I mean, it sounds if you if you don't fall into this category, the other choice they'd just rather you do is put a gun in your mouth and blow your head off. And then hopefully maybe they can save the baby, because your mm -hmm. life didn't matter, but maybe we can save that blood clot that will eventually grow into uh, a hated child. Ah, the good old days. Barraged. Sodomized beyond belief. Bad as you can possibly make it and is, and is impregnated. I mean, that girl could be so messed up physically and psychologically. Only that girl. Yeah. The other stuff doesn't mess with you at all. I'm not going to lie to you, dude. It pisses me off real fast. I just want to say this for a second. It pisses me off that we're in a country that's run by... No offense, white men mm -hmm. who have no perspective. You don't know what it's like to be a woman. You don't know what it's like to be put in that scenario. If you had any, any time you mention up the possibility of being raped to a guy, they shiver and they quake. Women got to deal with this all the time. They can't even go out and do certain things for the fear of rape. They, they could get raped and you're not going to allow them to get an abortion? Maniacs. 
just old white dudes deciding what should go on for the entire country. And they wanted to uh, go back to the way it was. Because it was so much better then. There was so much for less them, hate. Oh, it was perfect for them. They had nobody questioning them. Mm-hmm. Old white guys, nobody was giving them any crap. Let's change the subject and give away prizes. Hold on, let's run through these phone calls real fast because they've been holding. Jay Christ in heaven, you're in the hideout. Um, I was just confused. You said that these girls can have abortions if they're religious. And I was thinking, well, if they're religious, wouldn't they think that this baby was a gift from God? Mm-hmm. And they wouldn't want to have an abortion? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's also that possibility, too. Thank you, Jay Christ. Minute too late, man, you're in the hideout. What's up, man? Yeah, what's going on, guys? What you got, buddy? Hey, um, real quick question for you. Um, don't you think that like the uh, that the women are gonna be trying to like cause mis- miscarriages like crazy in the state after this gets passed? Oh, oh, going it, I mean, it's a very dangerous uh, thing when that happens because then these these people they, they go to the alley type uh, methods. Not even yeah, that, man. They exactly. throw themselves downstairs. I mean, there's all kinds of just craziness. Or, worse yet, you end up giving birth to a child you're not going to like, you're not going to want. Oh, these are the glory days, man. We're going back. All right, just watch, man. I'm telling you, the the miscarriage is going to skyrocket in this day after this happens, man. Some sort of something. All right, there it is. Just wanted to play that for you so you know what's going on. By the way, uh, that's the American Taliban right there. That guy, I don't know how people aren't going crazy because that guy's right there with the kooks. The extreme Muslims. That are uh, wrapping all these girls up and that, chopping hands off. That essentially, you know, it's one step away from let's just stone them to death. Ooh, glory days. All right, let's give away some prizes. It's time for the Hideout Door Prize Blowout. Fantastic game. Tickets to the Predators taking on the Dallas Desperados Sunday the 19th. Ticket info, OrlandoPredators.com, 407-44-PREDS. We got a case of beachside beer brewed by the Florida Brewer, uh, Florida Beer Company. Award-winning taste. Won first prize at the Orlando Beer Fest 2004. It is uh, the name of the game is not starring. Give the first question, Matt Albert, so that people can call in to win. All right, which black actress was has was turned down <laughs> for the lead role in Indecent Proposal? All right, which uh, we'll just leave it like that. We'll leave it open ended, and you can give the choices in a second. But r- one more time, which black actress was turned down for the lead role in Indecent Proposal? If you know that, you want to be a winner, call now at the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. All right. Wednesday night in the Hideout, it's Row Radio 104.1. If you ever miss any of the hideout, you got to check it out. The podcasting, it's fantastic. All of the interview with Canyon, Chris Canyon's up. And um, we got a lot of kudos on that. I honestly think it's just like taking myself, us, out of it. I mm-hmm. think it was just good radio. Honestly, he made it because he was so open. Yeah, I mean, it, it, when an interview is going on, it can only be as good as the person that comes in to do the interview because... If the interviewee doesn't want to answer a lot of questions or does a lot of yes, no, yes, no, yeah, it's not going to work out. But if you have a guy who actually wants to talk, it makes a world of difference. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, thank you for Chris Canyon again. Don't, don't get ahead of yourself. Don't, don't forget you still have. Next question, Jeff, where are you? Right there. Mm-hmm. It's not so real to me. I just want to thank each and every one of you. in about 45 minutes. Uh, all right, let's do the uh, Hideout Door Prize blowout. 
fantastic prizes. Ladies first in the hideout. How many questions you got, Matt? I got 15. All right, so maybe they got to get two out of three? Yeah. I will do it like that. Two out of three. Does Dubs have a copy? Yeah. All right, perfect. I have it right. Start off with Gail in Tampa. Here we go, Gail. You ready, sweetie? Yep. All right, here's the first question from Matt. This is multiple choice. Which black actress was turned down for the lead role in Indecent Proposal? A, Halle Berry, B, Whitney Houston, C, Vanessa Williams, or D, Jada Pinkett Smith? No idea. Vanessa Williams? Uh, you'll get a second chance, sweetie. Um, I, th- I believe it was Halle, Halle Berry. Berry. Yep. An Indecent Proposal. Yeah, they turned her down because they thought it gave uh, racial overtones. I could see that. Yeah. yeah, I could see that's one of the ones where... But that could have maybe added something a little extra. But I don't know if that's where they wanted to go with the yeah. story. Yeah, I don't know if that was a message. All right, Gail, here's your second one. <laughs> okay, this is another multiple choice. Which actor was the second choice to play the role of Mr. Freeze in Batman and Robin? A, Dolph Lundgren, B, Jean-Claude Van Damme, C, Sylvester Stallone, or D, Robert England? <laughs> D. D? Yeah, sure. <laughs> Sorry, Gail. Thank you, sweetie. Robert England, no, not uh, Freddy Krueger. <laughs> Sylvester Stallone, I'm going to say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As Mr. Freeze? Yeah. They're just looking for some muscle-bound guy, right? Yeah, they're just looking for an action star. With a bad accent. Yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> I will move on to another. Uh, ladies always first when they call and play the game. Janine in Orlando, you're next up. You ready, Janine? Yeah. All right, here we go, sweetie. All right, true or false, Patrick Swayze was considered for the part of Douglas Quaid in the movie Total Recall. Mm, false. Oh, no, that was true. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. That's I'm no. sorry. Oh, you get a second chance, so you got to get two out of three. Howza! Okay. Right, here we go, Janine. Here's your next one. True or false, the part of Neo in the action flick The Matrix was given to Will Smith, but he turned it down. Oh, wow. Ooh, uh, True. Really? Yeah. yeah. Will Smith would have been Neo. Yeah. I don't even, couldn't even imagine. No? I think I, I think he I would have made a good Neo. See, he would have tried to make it funny. Yeah, it'd have, I, been, no, 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 no. It no. I think it just would have been so completely different. Would he still have been in love with the white woman? Probably. So it would have been Neo and Morpheus. All right, wow. All right, that's kind of cool. I didn't know that. All right, Janine, if you get this right, you're a winner. You ready? Okay. Here All we right. go. True or false, Gerard Depardieu was considered for the role of Castor Troy in the movie Face Off. False. Good job, Janine. You're a winner, sweetie. Hang tight. All right. Gerard Depardieu. Yeah, who is that? <laughs> My is Father that? the Hero, green card. He played Christopher Columbus in like 1592 or what was that? <laughs> yeah. yeah. 1492. Wow. <laughs> I guess you didn't do real well in history, nah. did you? No, not really. All right. Let's... Was he up for Pollock? Pollock Troy in the uh, Face Off movie? No. Or maybe Sean Archer? <laughs> no. Not okay. Even, not even Sean Archer's kid. Take your face off. <laughs> you love that, don't you? Yes. You're my uh, peach. Bees in, Mer- <laughs> Bees in Merritt Island. You ready for the game? Sure am. All right, here we go. It's the uh, not starring game with Matt Albert on Real Radio. True or false? One of the many actors considered to play the role of Bubba in Forrest Gump was Dave Chappelle. True, I think. Good job. You got one. You get another one right. And you get. But he point. had to sell for pinball on Con Air. <laughs> right. So that's what happened to pinball. Uh, here we go, Pete. <laughs> you know every line to every Nicholas Cage movie. <laughs> Welcome to the Rock. 
It's an awful, awful Connery. All right, Bees, here's your second. Uh, multiple choice. Which of these actors turned down the role of Indiana Jones? A, Gary Busey, B, Nick Nolte, C, Gary Sinise, or D, John Waters? Uh, I think that's Nick Nolte. Good job. All right, his, he turned it down? Yeah. So instead it went to Harrison Ford? Mm-hmm. And you got to think, too... Um, like what casting agent originally goes to Nick Nolte to be Indiana Jones? Where'd you hear that at? That he can't really tell because there's a specific place where, yeah, where you can find all this information and then everybody will be going there and ruining the game. But he does have a source. Um, alright, let's move on. So Bees was a winner. Next stop, next uh, on hold, the longest is uh, Gus in Satellite Beach. You ready, Gus? Yes, sir. Alright, gotta get two out of three correct. Here we go. Multiple choice again. Which of these actors was considered for the role of Dirk Diggler in the movie Boogie Nights? A. Leonardo DiCaprio. B. Ben Affleck. C. Matt Damon. Or D. Stephen Dorff. Uh, Stephen Dorff. Nope, I'm sorry. I'd say DiCaprio. Yeah, yep. definitely. Yeah. Who's Dorff? That's not that the Who's little the, midget he, golfer guy. No. no. <laughs> he was. That's Dorff goes golfing. That, he, he's in. Uh, he was in the uh, vampire movie. What was that? Uh, Blade, uh, wasn't yeah, he? He was Blade. in Blade. Uh, what else was he in? He, he almost got the role of uh, Jack in the Titanic. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, all right, here we you go. would know him if you saw him. Yeah. Uh, to see if you can find that one. Wasn't he time. in a If Looks Could Kill? Mm-hmm. Or is that Richard Grieco? What is wrong with you? Never bring that movie up. Here's the second one for Gus in Satellite Beach. True or false? Maynard Keenan, lead singer from Tool, was chosen to be John Doe in the movie Seven but declined after filming conf- conflicted with tour dates. All right, Manor James Keenan was originally supposed to be the uh, killer in Seven. True or ah, false? false? It was false? Yeah, yeah. false. It was going to be Michael Stipe. Oh, wow. Yeah. Michael Stipe had a, a shot of that? Yeah. I could see the two, either two of them, though, playing that role. He's kind of really creepy, skinny guys. But Although Kevin Spacey, Spacey did a great job I mean, with Spacey it. was fantastic, but I could see either one of those pulling it off. All right, here's uh, here's the last one. You get this right, you're a winner, Gus. All right, uh, it's multiple choice. Anthony Michael Hall's character in 16 Candles was almost given to which of these actors? A, Steve Buscemi, B, Jared Leto, C, Cuba Gooding Jr., or D, Jim Carrey? Uh, I'll say A. <laughs> It was D. Jim Carrey. Yeah. That was way before he uh, had anything going on. Yeah. I'm trying to see who this guy is. Steven Dorff was an entropy. Well, no, I don't even know what you're talking about. No man. one saw that movie in the U.S. to run. Yeah. I did. He was also the guy from the crying video with Aerosmith. Oh, wow. Yeah, you're she, right. Where she does the bungee jumping. Okay. All right. I got you. Right, how many more questions do you got, Matt? Uh, five. All right. Let's uh, finish out the game then. Next up... In the Not Starring Game Show on Real Radio 104.1 in the hideout, Jason and Sanford. You ready, Jason? I'm ready. All right, buddy. True or false, David Twimmer was considered for the role of Will Smith's character's wingman in Blockbuster in the Blockbuster Independence Day. The wingman of Will uh, Smith. Will Smith. Uh, true. It was Matthew Perry. Matthew, um, that was the one that... um. He was Harry Connick Jr. Yeah, Harry Connick Jr., okay. Uh, all right, Jason. One that w- looked like he was proposing to him in the... Yeah. Oh, okay. Here we go, Jason. Here's the next one. 
True or false? The lead in Platoon was almost awarded to Charlie Sheen's brother, Emilio Estevez. False. Ah, oh, sorry, bro. That would have sucked. Yeah, that would have been terrible. <laughs> you don't like Emilio Estevez? No. Look Young at Guns was quack. fantastic. Quack. Quack. <laughs> exactly. Quack. But you didn't like Young Guns? <sighs> Young Guns are right. Young Guns 2, terrible. No, man. Young Guns 2 was great, too. What? I, I think they did a 3 and it was bad. But Young Guns 2 was also badass. I'm going to go back and All watch right, those. You're on that island. <laughs> Gabe, Gabe and Sanford, you ready? Yeah. All right, brother. All right, multiple choice. The, this actor was wanted for the role of the cab driver in the movie Collateral, but the studio decided to go in a younger direction with Jamie Foxx. Was the actor A, Gene Hackman, B, Al Pacino, C, Robert De Niro, or D, Joe Pesci? Joe Pesci? It was uh, C, Robert De Niro. I was going to go in. All right, here we go, Gabe. You got I actually finally watched that movie, and it was, it was pretty decent. Which movie again? Collateral. That wasn't too bad. It yeah. was all right. You know, I, it, it was nothing I would rent, but it, it came on HBO, and I thought it was you know good enough to sit there and watch. Right. All right, here we go. Here's the next one for Gabe. True or false? Michael Caine was given the lead role of Alan in Jumanji, but rejected it because of the director that was attached to the project. True. <laughs> Sorry, Gabe. No go. Oh. All right, we got one question left? Yep. All right. John, you've been holding patiently. You're the lucky guy. You uh, you get this right, you're a winner, okay? All right. All right, John, are you there? Yeah. All right, here we go, John. True, false. Tom Cruise passed on being Patrick Bateman in American Psycho due to scheduling conflicts while filming the while filming Mission Impossible 2. True or false? Damn it, um, true. Who no. would it have been? It was uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, right? No, I don't know about that. Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio was who they first wanted to do uh, with it, and they uh, also had, uh, what's his name, um... Uh, directed. Uh, Brad Pitt was considered too. JFK. Who, who's the director? Oliver Stone. Oliver oh, Stone. Sorry. Oliver Stone was uh, attached to it too, but the uh, it got so expensive to make that they uh, kind of cut it back down and went with their original. It would have been much better with Tom Cruise. Actually, even... Tom Cruise was uh, considered for it, but again, he cost too much to do it because uh, I guess in the book. Um, they, he, uh, Patrick Bateman lived in the same building with Tom Cruise and had constant encounters with him in the uh, elevator. Are you lying? No. <laughs> I'm reading it right now. Why are you laughing like a maniac, Tommy? That's the funniest thing I've ever heard in my life. It was great. Hey, I loved you and bartender. <laughs> Dude, it was cocktail. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> Take a break. We'll come back. All right, that's funny. It's a hideout. Road Radio 104.1. Wednesday night in the hideout. It's Road Radio 104.1. Show just flying by. Ready two and a half hours in. So Dubs, now that we're in Florida, yeah, where do we go for spring break? I would imagine where everybody else goes around the country. Florida, whatever, whatever beaches. Because the great thing is. The beaches are still a treat to us, you know? Oh, yeah, because we haven't been here a terrible long time. But, um, like, all right, so my, my, my family's coming here for their spring break. Mm-hmm. And 
I was just thinking about that, like, and I was watching Eight Simple Rules this afternoon. I don't know, it was on after ER. <laughs> and so they're they're doing those in uh, reruns now mm-hmm. during the day. Mm-hmm. Wow. You know, it's not really a bad show. I mean, it's your basic sitcom, family sitcom, but it's not too bad. But regardless, I was just thinking, where do Floridians go? Because the whole big deal is coming to Florida for spring break. Like, what do you do? Do you do you go troll for the? I would I would say yes. You uh, troll for the people coming down here. I mean, that's what they come down here to do is party, and uh, it's one one chance kind of where the uh, the vacation comes to you. You know, where people you don't you get to meet people you don't know in your own town. There are a few beaches not too far off from here. But spring breakers don't come to Orlando. Well, I know that. I mean, you can go to Panama City, which is a good bit away. What, an hour and a half about? No, Panama City is in the panhandle. Kind of so what's that, two hours? I don't, I don't know time-wise. No, like six hours. Really? Yeah, it's uh, kind of by Pens- it's a couple yeah, hours I, I, from I Pensacola. Went, yeah, I went there for uh, for spring break one year. I, that's where I went my freshman year of college is Panama City. It's a pretty good time. Daytona can- Beach isn't quite what it used to be, right? I'm not sure. I haven't been to Daytona Beach in forever. I don't think it's anything like Panama City. I, I thought it was, but that was like, that's kind of more, you know, your later years in high school, really. That's more of the high school spring break spot. Oh, yeah. Daytona Beach? If yeah. that's what you're looking for, you'll find them there. Yeah, but yeah, like Jerome said, Panama. That's Panama. <laughs> that? Panama was crazy when I went there. Sir Pork's lot in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What's up, dude? What's up, guys? How you doing? Hey, buddy. I got a suggestion for you, and I know, uh, Hefe, you'll appreciate this because you're a baseball guy. Here's what me and my buddies do. Since this time of year, spring break time is also spring training, what we usually do is we just travel around to all the spring training sites because they're actually kind of right near all the hot spots because you got the Orioles down in Fort Lauderdale, the Dodgers in Vero, you go out to the West Coast. So we got all these different towns, and we take in all the spring training games by day, and then you can prey on the tourists at night. So it's like a good time. You get to see some cheap baseball, get some good autographs, right. and then you can, you know, mingle with the people. All right, that sounds fantastic, dude. That sounds yeah, like, a, spring break. like yeah. a legit time. Thank you, man. Appreciate that. I, I want to see some spring training baseball. Who do we have here? we got the Astros and the Braves, right? The Braves. I, I, love, I thought the Astros were also here, too. I'm not sure. I know the Aren't Braves. The I know the Braves are. No, not the Tigers. I, I figured the Astros. Yeah. I think I'm not 100 percent sure, but the Braves are a little bit south of here, like an hour's drive maybe. Are the Nationals close? No. <laughs> no one cares. <laughs> Give up on your stupid DC team. <laughs> no. They're not gonna be there long. <laughs> uh, another place you can go not too far off if you go south, you can go to Miami Beach. Go to South Beach, and that's yeah, it. I don't think I'm a Miami Beach guy. I disagree. It's the best. That's the best beach I've ever been to. I'm sure. It's like, but... it's like Europe over there. The women don't wear any bathing suits. Yeah, but I mean, whatever. All right, I'll I'll be there. <laughs> I certainly won't be there. In your speedo, Chip and Kissimmee are in the oh. hideout. What's up, Chip? Hey man, I was calling. You know what I do? Because I've lived here my whole life. I'm 18. What I do is I'll go around places and find Yankees and I'll be like, Hey, where? Do, how do I get an appearance though? Because I live in Cocoa normally, but uh. I'll send them out like bad parts of town and stuff just to mess with them because, I mean, <laughs> funny to me. Yeah, right. It's uh, if you go down uh, Church Street and then you go uh, east. Ah, the Tigers are in Lakeland. Tigers are in Lakeland? Yeah. yeah but I knew they were close. Oh, get out. It's like a little over oh, an hour he, away. That's he's, not even an hour. He's a big Pudge fan. He could uh, go check him out. Get the hell out of here. The Tigers are in Lakeland. I love Pudge. 
That, that's Ivan Rodriguez, I mean, you, right? Don't you do like that. Pud. You like pud. <laughs> yeah, get it right. All right, I, dude, I'm going to go watch uh, the Tigers spring uh, spring training. Let's go, dude. I'm down. Beer, spring training, baseball. Doesn't get better Definitely. Than that. Let's do it. Let's find out what uh, what's going on with All it. right, ladies first in the hideout. Sarah and Orlando. I love nuts. What's up, Sarah? Hey, guys. How you doing? Hey, sweetie. Good. Hey, um, listen, the, the Braves play out of Disney at the sports complex. That's what I thought. Why would the sports, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so we're going to see them this weekend, actually. I'm oh. not sure who they're playing, but, yeah. Okay. So that's where they are. Okay, cool. Thank you. Thank you very no much. Problem. All right, John, you're in the hideout. What's up, John? Hey, what's up? Hey, I love the show. Thank you, buddy. Hey, uh, the Astros are, in fact, here. They play out in uh, Kissimmee by the Silver Spurs Arena around in that area. Okay, I thought the Astros were also around here, too. All right, so here's what we got to do, then. Uh, and thank you. Appreciate that, John. All right. Let's take a break. We'll come back. But somebody's already telling me they can get us tickets to uh, the Tigers. Nice. We're so there. Lakeland isn't an hour, man. No, it's, it's maybe, not. It's, it's about 45 minutes. It's pretty close. It's right off I-4, so it's, yeah, it's a pretty right easy there. trip. Son of a bitch. It's going to be fantastic. It's a Hideout Row Radio 104.1. <laughs> All right, talking about spring break, it's our first spring break in Florida. Yeah. I can't believe that we're a month out from a year, dude. Gibbs will be uh, spending his spring break camping with Zeppelin. That's what he's doing for spring break. Um, 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. I always remember, too, like a big deal was going to watch spring training. Like it would be a great thing. My dad always wanted to do a thing of, hey, let's go to Florida for spring training. We never got around to it. He waited until I graduated and then took my little brothers. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess I could do that now. Jill and Lakeland, you're in the hideout. What's up, Jill? Nothing much. I was just calling to let you know there's also a um, in Winter Haven. It's the Cleveland Indians. Ooh. I see. They're in Winter Haven. I... And then I want to say there was a team once in Kissimmee, but I'm not sure if they're still having a spring training home there or not. I think that's technically the uh, the Braves there uh, down there at, uh, at Disney. And you're in Lakeland, so the, uh, the uh, Tigers are there, right? The Tigers are in, yeah, in Lakeland as well. So, like, how, how Lakeland, much t- Winter Haven, I mean, they're all, like, really close within a half hour of each other. How much tickets usually run at the, at the uh, spring training games? I want to say, depending on where you're at, if, like, you're, like, right next to the dugout, 10 or 15, but if, like, you're up in the regular seats, it's, like, 5 to $7. I mean, nice. not that much at all. Oh, my God. We're, yeah, we're so you in... get to see all these, you know, all these players play for, like, hardly anything. And, like, one of the other callers said, you know, get really and stuff, so. I appreciate it, Jill. Thank you, sweetie. Not a problem. Thanks. So where are all the naked girls during spring break? Who cares? There's baseball. What? Okay. You'd rather watch baseball over a wet tea contest? And is there nope. any, like, just completely naked beaches with actual good-looking girls around here? Panama City, when I went there, there there, there wasn't any naked beaches or anything like that, but uh, it, it was... Just craziness, girls taking their tops off, uh, drunkenness. I see full frontal, if you, if you go to Miami, there's a beach there that's completely nude. All right, Mets playing Port St. Louis. Is it St. No. Lucie? Yeah. All right, let's, all right, let's line up some uh, interviews. Why couldn't we do that? Some of these uh, baseball guys. What's baseball? Just, just hanging out. Anything to do. A lot of the big stars aren't even playing at night. They can give a call into the hideout. How about Keith Hernandez? <laughs> okay, I take him. I only know him from Seinfeld. Mm-hmm. Smack Daddy, what's up? Hey, how's it going tonight, guys? Hey, brother. Well, uh, Dubs has got the right idea on the beach. Panama City is the hot ticket. 
probably one of the top three in, in you know going on. Real, uh, um, Dubs, because you went down there for spring training, right? For spring break, spring yeah. Spring break. Yeah, and yeah. it was insane. So insane that like we, we were down there for eight nights, and we had to leave a day early because we were just so wiped out from everything that went on. All the partying? Mm-hmm. What year did you go? Um, I think it was 2001. What makes you go so good, Smack Daddy? Well, I'll tell you what. What it's just the, the sheer amounts of women that are there. Oh, dude. There's more more Poon. people yeah. at that spring break than any other given spring break anywhere. The the the, uh, the streets are just packed. Let me tell you something. I talked to you about this once before. If you go there, you, you go to one of these t-shirt shops and get them to make you up a t-shirt in big letters on the front that says. Happiness is lipstick on my dipstick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'll tell you what, you'll have to get one of them things where, okay, girl, take a number. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I believe you, Smack Daddy. Thank you. When I was there, uh, like there was, there were these beach parties that would go on. The bars ran, and like twenty bucks would get you in, and all you could drink for like four hours, and just all these people packed into this like beach uh, bar area. That reminds me of my uh, Mexico trip after. Uh, High school graduation, and that was a blast down to, I guess Cancun. Yeah, it was Cancun. Um, are you seeing that they're warning women about spring break though? Yeah. Basically, because eighty-three percent of college women and graduates uh, drink more than usual, and seventy-four percent had increased sexual activity. That's not a warning. That, that's what they go there to do. That, you know, they, they don't need the warning. That's, they know that's what they're going down there to do. 74% said spring break is used, I mean, it's there for outrageous behavior. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's always something they can throw off. Well, that was at spring break. That's not who I normally am. I went a little crazy. Spring break. And the most amazing thing about it is, is everyone's got a video camera and the girls don't even care. Mm-mm. 13% said they had sexual activity with more than one partner. <laughs> Whores. Mm-hmm. They really are. Troopers. Where are, where are they? More than half underage uh, drank alcohol. They're their, first, their first time on spring tr- uh, spring break. Oh, we got to get into this. <laughs> I don't know what we're doing sitting here in Maitland <laughs> <laughs> when everything's going on elsewhere. Oh, my. James and Haines City are in the hideout. What's up, James? Hey, guys. Hey, brother. Hey, I wanted to thank you for my uh, hideout heritage card. Oh, yeah, fantastic. What number did you get? Uh, P105, well, no, P10546. 5046, probably, because they all start with a 5. And, and, and five it's, 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 I think that's what it was. All right. Yeah. Are you sure it's not P51311? No, <laughs> uh, what you got, James? P10546. Uh, no, okay. <laughs> no, I got you. Nice. Uh, what you call about? Um. You don't want to go to Miami. Miami is not uh, not a good place. You have to take down an Uzi or a, or an M16 down there on the beach and all that. So you don't want to go to Miami. On, on South Beach? All the all the Cubans, I guess. You. you talking about yeah. South Beach? <laughs> yeah. Uh, the, best, the best place to go to would be Fort Lauderdale. Oh. All right. Yeah, Fort Lauderdale. That's the place. Fort Lauderdale. That's the place to go to. That's where all the women are at. That's where isn't the, that where uh, goes up there? Isn't that where Revenge of the Nerds 2 was? Yeah. All right, well, then, of course, we got to go. Look mm-hmm. at us. That'd be perfect. Thank you, James. Yeah, we Magic go. carpet. <laughs> Lewis and Akali, you're in the hideout. What's up, Lewis? 
What's going on, fellas? Hey, brother. Hey, uh, Dubs, yeah, mm-hmm. you with the best place for me. Because um, I'm a DJ, and I DJ in Cancun, Miami, South Beach, uh, Daytona, Panama City. But the best place I ever DJ was Panama City. Uh, well, you were talking about the $20 is over there near the Holiday Inn. Yeah, actually, that's where I stayed. Every, everything is all happening there where Coyote Ugly is. They got a Coyote Ugly there? They did when I was there. Mm-hmm. They must be new. Did well, you, you're you a DJ, right? Yeah. Did you do that song? No, on 15. No, <laughs> on 15. <laughs> no, no, actually. No, no. Thank you, Louis. Little, Appreciate it, A little revenge nerds, two humor, nerds in paradise. <laughs> I got you. Crispy in celebration. What's up, Crispy? Uh, hey, I just had some stuff on a spring training. Okay. Yeah, um, Braves play right there, well, Wild World of Sports and um, Disney. Oh, cool. And, and uh, the Astros play in Kissimmee, right near Gateway High School at that one field. And they actually play a game against each other later on. All right, so we could just go and knock them both out then. All right, that, yeah. I, I I forget if te- I think Texas is in the Arizona League. I think yeah, I think they're out in Arizona for some reason. I don't think they're here. I think they used to be in Florida, Texas Rangers because I'm from mm-hmm. Dallas, so I'm a big. So I'm always looking into. I just got the uh, Tigers schedule sent to me. All right, what does it look like? Let me look. Uh, it's loading right now. Um. Oh, the the uh, general mission only nine dollars. I say we spring for good seats if we can go down to Lakeland. Uh, the Wait, most is it Lakeland where they have the Hooters Hotel? I think it is. We just go stay at the Hooters Hotel and then go watch some Tigers games. The most expensive ticket, $18. Iowa, please. We're in. That's field box. All right, let me ask you this. Are we too old to go to spring break? Are we I'm more, not. Are we more spring training guys now? I need to get some... Uh, some hair coloring for my gray hairs, and I'm in. Oh, me too. I'm going to have to shave my head because of the balding. You know what, Matt? All right, you know what, dude? This is perfect. Spring break 06. This one's going to happen for you. That's when you lose the virginity. How many times have you said this is going to happen for you? How do you not, brother? We should just take you to wherever a spring break party is going down. You act like you're the bouncer of the DJ. Just go set up your own little turntable <laughs> and pretend like you're mixing the music. Just going like this. Sunday, March 19th, uh, Tigers versus Houston. Nah, I can't make that. In Kissimmee. Or I could just pretend I'm David Ortiz. Yankees? Big Poppy. <laughs> no, you know that one will be sold out. Mm-hmm. Let's go. What about during the day? You and Jailbait can go to uh, oh, high school spring break. Wait. Hey, send me the send me the, send me the link. I'll look at it. Take a break. Come back. Hey, let's do a hey hideout. We got to squeeze it in now. Otherwise, it won't happen. So unscreened phone calls. You can talk about me being molested. You can talk about uh, anything that's been on the table. Anything you'd like to bring up. It's unscreened. It's your phone calls. Good callers get prizes. We'll work it out like that. We'll start doing that during Hey Hideout from now on. 407-916-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phones. It's a hideout. Real Radio 104.1. All right, time for Hey Hideout. Your unscreened phone calls here on the in the hideout on Real Radio 104.1. star-1041 on your singular wireless phones. Nightmare Dave, first up. What's up? Nightmare. Hey, what's up, guys? Hey, brother. All right, yeah, the uh, 
yeah, the Astros play in uh, Kissimmee because I got to meet uh, meet most of the team last year when I was working at uh, Ponderosa right next door to the hotel that they were staying at and uh, on uh, 192 there in Kissimmee. Okay. So it was pretty cool. And uh, yeah, the whole and the whole thing with this guy in South Dakota, he wants to go back old school. What it is, is he wants to go back to the days where chicks just used hangers to wring it out of there right. when they I guess wanted so. their abortion. I guess so. That, I mean, when you hear the guy, and a lot of people have been commenting on that too, where the guy, it sounds like it's a fantasy, or he's been there before. Yeah, something. It, it you know, or like maybe his ultimate fantasy that he wants to rape a virgin who's. Been saving herself for marriage or whatever. Sodomizer or something. It just sounds real odd. All right, thank you. Thank you, buddy. All right, one more quick thing. Yeah. And with the whole, uh, now it's kind of understandable why you are have uh, such great friendship with J Dub because you were touched by, uh, touched as a kid. That's what I mean. He's a kid toucher. Uh, Huh? Yeah, that's true, though. Also, one more thing about Dub's being molested and he says he wasn't, even though he can't remember anything. Remember when uh, Mikey D brought his, his kid in? Back at WJFK, how freaked out he got, and says he doesn't want to be alone with any kids. There's no doubt Dubs was probably touched. Here's the thing. Not only was it a kid, it was Mikey D's kid, which just freaks me out to no end that he procreated. Why? (laughs) One girl I want to smack. Did you hear this, Dubs? Hmm. Um, It's from our buddy. uh, Hey, did... Big Kev, who used to work with us at WJFK, he does movies, right? Yeah. Didn't he do a movie trailer? I could have sworn I heard him on a movie trailer, something that just came out. He's done a lot of stuff. I know he's done, like, TLC and, like, Discovery Channel but and I stuff I, like that. I, he does movies, too. Ask him if he did a horror movie that's just come out or is coming out. Because I, I could have sworn I heard his voice. He has some voice work for us. He's great. Uh, but he said... Uh, Puck, our ex-intern, for a week, went to jail. For what? Oh. DUI. Ooh. Ooh. Got a year, ten months suspended, so he's going to be in jail for two months. He's on the sit plan. Two I months. That's a, that's a while. For that skinny little bastard. Puck is the guy. Maybe you've seen the pictures. I think they're on ronfez.net. They even could even be on our hideout page on realradio.fm. He's the guy who got a tattoo of Dubs' face. <laughs> On the left side of his ribcage. You can see it on my MySpace account if you go to my pictures. All right, he said it wasn't him. Well, tell him somebody sounds exactly like him. They did a movie trailer. Rick Wasserman. Oh, man. Tell him I think he's way better. He's done a lot of stuff, though. Occasionally, I'll be driving around, and I'll hear a commercial, like, wait a minute, I know that guy. Right. Like, I actually do know him. Andrew in D.C., you're in the hideout. What's up, buddy? Hey guys, what's up? Right. Um, Hefe, I listened to your story earlier, um, and there was a number that I have I wanted to give you um, uh-huh. for advice and for anyone else out there who may have had problems. Okay. It's uh, 703 975. I wish I could have given him a prize. Damn it, I shouldn't have hung up on Andrew. Um. Uh, Alex in Orlando, you're next up in the hideout. What, what's up, Alex? Hey, hideout, unscreen phone calls, whatever you want. Go. Hey, hideout. Hey, buddy. Hey, how about uh, sending Matt up to uh, Panama City and making him the official hideout spring break correspondent and have him try That's to get paid? I do, uh, look, here's, Alex, this is a fantastic idea. Here's the thing. We need we need help getting it set up. I'm not yeah. going to lie to you. We need, we need a hookup at a hotel, some kind of maybe a line going in there so he can actually get broadcast quality out of it. I think that'd be terrific. 
Would you be the official spring break correspondent? Yeah. Would I uh, be there alone, or would I have you know people alone? Around? You got to go out and meet people on your own, dude. All right. I'll try. Go talk to some girls for a minute. Uh, I have to talk to some girls. Why well, they can't just come talk to me? I'll go hey, maybe. Maybe we just start locally. Maybe he runs up to Daytona Beach. You could stay with Destro, and Destro could help you out. He could be recruiting, and you could just be pimping. <laughs> Wes and Kissimmee are in the hideout on Real Radio. Hey, hideout on screen phone calls. What you got, Wes? What's up, guys? Hey, I'm just so glad you guys replaced that guy. I won't say his name because I get cringe when I say his name. Thank you. Uh, I just want to commend you guys. You guys are doing a great job, man. I love it. You know, oh. have a good night. All right. Well, nice. Best phone call of the night. I hated Jim Cramer, too. Damn. Real money. Damn that, O'Reilly. <laughs> uh, Captain Spaulding, you're in the hideout. Hi. What are you Hi. calling from a can? Huh? Where are you? You know. Why does it sound so different? <laughs> I don't know. Hey. Do you know why Kung Fu was called Grasshopper? Why? You ever squeeze a grasshopper? No. What comes out of his mouth? His guts? Tobacco. He chewed tobacco. Well, duh. You never made a grasshopper chew tobacco? <laughs> no. Spit tobacco? You never see the grasshopper chew tobacco? Yes, I have. <laughs> Honestly. That's sad. Well, that's I know what he's talking about. Well, that's why they Kung Fu Grasshopper. Mm. Love is sweet, but oh, how bitter when you have to kiss a tobacco spitter. <laughs> Thank you, Captain He Spalding. speaks the truth. He does. Hey, can I tell you a good thing to do? What? Climb a cliff and collect vulture eggs. You know why? Why? You know how the vultures protect their eggs? How? With vomit. <laughs> you know what they call it? What? What do you think? Vomit. Well, it's more special than just that. What do they call it? Yes. <laughs> Vulture goo. Close. What is it? Vulture vomit. Oh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> See ya. It's a hideout. He's good. Real Radio gotcha. 104.1. Hi, right, welcome back into the hideout. Real Radio 104.1. It is Wednesday night, 10 o'clock. means it's time to find out what's on the web. This is where Tommy Bateman and Matt Howard scour the internet to bring us the latest and greatest internet happenings. And uh, what do we got, Tommy? We have an interview. Oh, wow. Who we uh, we got lined up? Everybody's favorite wrestling fan, Dave Wills. The It's Still Real to Me guy. The That's how everyone knows him. The ultimate crier? Yes. Nice. Question, Jeff, where are you? Right there. Yeah. Um, I just want to thank each and every one of y'all for all you've done to your bodies. <laughs> it's still real to me, damn it. <laughs> I'll be... Thank Make you. Take it easy, man. <laughs> thank y'all, guys. Y'all are awesome. Thank you so much, Mr. Funk, for saying what needed to be said. I want to see another one of these. Well, thank you. And uh, we are still not completely sure what he was talking about. There. Yeah, we got this clip a while back, and it's one of our favorites to play. So joining us here in the hideout right now for What's on the Web, David Wills. His website is um, 
It's still realtome.com, and it's also, I just added them on MySpace, MySpace slash It's Still Real to Me. David, welcome to the hideout. How are you? J-Dubs, I know, happy pleasure to be on Real Radio in Orlando, Florida. Doing great, man. How y'all guys doing? We're, uh, we're fantastic. All right, we love the clip. It is, <laughs> it is hilarious. Uh, we see you were, I guess it was in a gym set up, and there was a, a kind of a Q&A. It was at the Spartanburg Coliseum. They had a tribute to Starcade wrestling show slash fan fest so in North Spartanburg Carolina. around November. Uh, it was about the third week of November of last year. And they had uh, one of the meet and greets, which where you can meet your wrestlers and right. fans and all. And I got to meet a lot of my favorites and got to uh, speak and participate in a Q&A session. To give you some background on what had happened, uh, during the day uh, when i first pulled up to the spartan mary coliseum mm-hmm. i saw a wrestler harley race coming out of his car yeah. and he was having problems getting around and i was you know kind of touched that you know here's a guy who has busted his tail for my entertainment for all these years the poor fellow barely can get around and you know it's it's difficult you know especially when you got you know children and grandchildren and stuff like that and then uh, I, I put it in the back of my mind i wanted to have fun so i got to meet you know Dr. Tom Pritchard and the Barbarian and Jimmy Hart and Jerry Lawler, many other great wrestlers. And then uh, they had a Q&A session with Terry Falk in the Midnight Express and Jim Cornette. Now, I had seen Terry Falk walk in, and it was one of his days where he was having more trouble walking than others. If you've seen Beyond the Mat, it's difficult for him to get around sometimes. And he's one of the successful ones who, uh, you know, still is able to, you know, get around somewhat now. Uh, when they came time, uh, before I asked the question, they asked, what, uh, what would be your favorite match? And that was the week Eddie Guerrero, who was a wrestler for WWE, had passed away. Right. And Terry Funk had said, I'd like to have one more match with Eddie Guerrero. He'd had one in 1989 and hasn't had another chance to have one yet. And then he talked about how, of course, after the coroner's report, uh, came back on the death of Mr. Guerrero, that, uh, of course, steroids or drugs played a part in it. So, you know, because his, his history there of abuse and all. I let, so now that we have the context, play it again, Tommy. Or Dubs. Question, Jeff, where are you? Right there. Yeah. Um, I just want to thank each and every one of y'all for all you've done to your bodies. <laughs> it's still real to me, damn it! <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Thank you, guys. All right, hold on, pause the dubs. Thank you so much. All right, let me tell you why this is uh, fascinating to me. So I watched the clip, and I was like, okay, this has to be from the 80s. (laughs) Because of the crowd? Because of the way everyone is dressed. This was in November? Yes, sir, November 2005. (laughs) Uh, They're doing a lot of the wrestler reunion shows in the Carolinas. I was just on... uh, well, I just attended one last Saturday in Lenore, North Carolina. Well, we actually just had one here where we had uh, the World uh, Wrestling Legends here in Orlando with Coco Beware and uh, Kamala, Iron Sheik, Nikolai Volkov. I mean, we had a lot of uh, a lot of the big guys. Jimmy uh, Hart, yeah, Midnight Express, they, all three of them. Yeah. Mid, yeah, all the Midnight Express route. I, I really would have enjoyed seeing that. I uh, the it was show a blast. That I was at on Saturday the Midnight Express wrestled the Powers of Pain in the in a match, which I really enjoyed. But, yeah, I would love to see that uh, card, believe me. Um, and that was, it was a fantastic time. 
So I guess you've we I mean I don't know who dubbed you the ultimate crier. I don't even know how that came about. But uh, are you gaining a lot of notoriety from this? I mean, because um, you you write a column for the World Wrestling Insanity dot com, right? Uh, yes, sir. I was approached at that after I had come out and said, "Yeah, it was me, and here's why." Uh, the part about saying what needs to be said. Um, the original intent of me standing up in the question and answer session was to say, you know, thanks for your sacrifice. Right. Thanks to you guys for, you know, busting your tails and, mm-hmm. you know, sacrificing, you know, your ability to get around later and making the Boston bargain to go out and, you know, entertain me as opposed to what would happen years later. Um, instead of saying it really intelligently, I was all filled up with emotion because Terry had also mentioned that uh, if you take a cr- any town of any size, it's got a crack house. Well, the town of Spartanburg probably has one, the town Orlando for sure. If you said if you took the police reports from the Spartanburg uh, police re- uh, police department mm-hmm. about the deaths at the crack house in the last five years, you would probably have more in professional wrestling than. At a, at a crack house, and the under 40 deaths are just unbelievable. We had Johnny Grudge pass away just a few weeks ago in Guerrero, and I hope the new wellness policy WWE is is starting does something about that. But uh, I, I, he said then we should go out and, as wrestlers, mentor the guys who we train and who, you know, look up to us, to say, hey, you know, if you if you participate in this kind of stuff, you know, it's not something that we encourage, and try yeah. to get you know the people who they have contact with to keep their nose clean. And I was pleased to hear someone of Mr. Funk's uh, stat- status to speak about the under forty wrestling deaths and stuff like that. And uh, that was what. So you, that got you very emotional, and when you uh, try to talk. All those emotions just came right out because you were kind of on the spot, emotional. Uh, everything came out. How uh, how shocked were you to see that videotape, make it on the internet, and make it as big of a splash as it did? Hold on, I'm looking at it now, Dave. No offense, bro, but this is the funniest thing I've ever seen. You're crying like a girl, and I understand. I understand you like wrestling, and that's not a problem. You know, everybody here likes wrestling, but I'm looking at this thing. And I, I'm still not convinced it wasn't from the 80s. All right, turn that off so I, for a second so I can concentrate. And I'm looking at you, I'm looking at you, and you lose it. You literally, I, it's like a baby who can't have their bottle. <laughs> well, I mean, here's the deal. It, it was, the, the clip was truncated. I'm sorry, I'm, just, right, I'm watching it, sorry. When you get right down to it, you know, I regained my composure about five seconds later. Of course, that's not shown. No. But, I mean, if, if you were judged on 30 seconds of your life, on your character, mm-hmm. intelligence, or no, organization, or whatever, that'd be difficult. But when you get right down to it, you know, yes, I was emotional. It was a, it was an interesting day. I got to have a, a lot of positive emotion meeting so many stars that I'd grown up watching. And got to also see the reality of you know the price people pay for the stardom. Do you and, feel uh, bad that like you met a lot of the stars and they're going to know you as the guy who cried in the fourth row? As a matter of, fact, I've actually gotten some positive feedback cool. about it because they're actually happy that someone cares. No, Nowadays, yeah. some of the fans are somewhat rude and will chant, you know, you know, you screwed for a, a, a variety mm-hmm. of that. The rise of duck. 
But when you get right down to it, you know, people, you know, are so quick to judge wrestlers and, and fans based on their intent or say, you know, they're their wrestling fan, they're not intelligent. I mean, yeah, I, I didn't help that stereotype any for sure. But at the same time, I mean, you know, I've been a fan for 20 one, years. One, one thing that I will commend you on is embracing this whole thing, making a website for yourself out of it. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, just completely saying, yeah, that's me. And uh, I'll give you the story on why I was crying and everything. You may think I'm a puss over it, but this is the reason. And, uh, hey, it's me. I'm embracing. All right, it's Dave Willis. Uh, actually, Dave Wills, uh, the ultimate crier. MySpace.com slash It's Still Real to Me. <laughs> it's Still Real to Me.com. Play the clip again just so we everybody's familiar yeah. with who we're talking to. Question, gonna... Jeff, where are you? Right there. Yeah. Um, I just want to thank each and every one of y'all. For all you've done to your bodies. It's got to be 87. It's I'm still not, real to me, damn it. I'm looking at the video. I mean, that was after 2005. <laughs> you're awesome. Thank you so much, Mr. All right, hold on. Oh, somebody, what somebody wants to... we got a phone call for you, Dave. I like the one guy. Take it easy, man. Whoa, take it easy, man. Take it easy. Oh, that was Dennis Condry. That was one of the Midnight Express members. That was Little Boy Dennis. <laughs> uh, let's go to uh, Johnny in Orlando. Johnny, you're in the hideout on Road Radio with David Wills, the ultimate crier. Dave, it's a uh, good. Hey, Johnny, how you doing, it's, man? It's good to talk to you. It's a. Uh, I just, I'm just happy that you could, you know, come on the show tonight. And Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm just glad you could come on the show tonight and just show that we ain't stupid, you know, wrestlers. Oh, God. Oh, damn. Take it down. Oh, damn. All right, Johnny. Hold it. Hold it. Take it easy, man. Hold it. Take it easy. Take it easy. <laughs> Dave, uh, it's still real to me. All right, Dave, what's next for you? I know you got the column at worldwrestlinginsanity.com. What else, yep. my friend? Real fast, because you tend to uh, ramble on. <laughs> <laughs> well, I do apologize. No, that's right. You're a nice guy. But, uh, no, I mean, I'm glad people are having fun and enjoy the video. I can see even out of context how it would be humorous, believe me. It's, mm -hmm. you know, I'm, and if people are laughing at it, they're not laughing at somebody else, and that's a good thing. No, absolutely. But as uh, far as I know, I'm just uh, I got the website set up. I don't know if anyone wants to contact me or why, but, hey, you know. Well, I got to say this. You're a good guy. You seem to really like wrestling. We had Canyon in here uh, last night. He, it was his first interview. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Since officially coming out, I read a transcript of that today. As a matter of fact, uh, do what? I actually read a transcript of that today. I've been reading about your show on the website. And, oh, fantastic! Uh, if you want to listen to it, uh, we have it uh, podcasted. Yeah, the podcasting. I, I did see that. The podcast. Yes. Download that later. Definitely check that out. Well, Dave Wills, the ultimate crier. It's still real to me. Dot com. MySpace. Uh, dot com slash. It's still real to me. I just added you as a friend, so hopefully you accept it. Uh, thank cool. you, Dave, for coming to the hideout, my friend. I appreciate it. And the hideout is a great show, and it just makes me want to say, it's still real to me. Damn it. <laughs> thank you, Dave. Yeah, I'll I isolate that one. Isolate. Dave. Go ahead and get it. <laughs> I love that guy. <laughs> he was He's awesome. great. He's a nice guy. Yeah, very nice. He's good. He's a cry baby, but whatever. <laughs> hey, we all can't be perfect. Yeah. Question, Jeff, where are you? Right there. Yeah. Someone looks um, like to cry. <laughs> I just want to thank each and every one of y'all for all you've done to your bodies. <laughs> it's still real to me, damn it! <laughs> Take it easy, man. Thank Take it you. easy, man. <laughs> thank you, Come on, man. You're awesome. Thank you so much, Mr. Funk, for saying what needed to be said. I don't want to see another one of these. Thank you. <laughs>
got it memorized. Is it me or is it funnier now that we've talked to him? Yeah. And you can see him when he's not crying, too, on his website. It makes better because he looks like a baby. He does. He looks like a big that's, baby. That's what I told you. It was like someone took baby, uh, the baby's bottle away. Poor baby. Poor baby. <laughs> it's pinch- my bottle, damn it. You just want to pinch his cheeks. <laughs> oh, it's great. Good find. You got anything else for what's on the web, Tommy? This is the best one so far. Yeah, I got a few uh, quick things. All right, what do you got over there? See, do you want to take the she-male or female quiz? Or I took that, that today. I've taken that. Oh, yeah? How'd you do? <laughs> I think I got, what are they, like 15? 16. I, I did pretty well. I missed like three or four. I, I got, what, 11 out of 16 or 12 out of 16? Yeah, you got 11 out of 16. I got um, 13 out of 16. And then I retook it just to try to make myself feel better, and I got 14 out of 16. <laughs> It's, it's the same full. women, right? Yeah, I don't know how I, I still <laughs> messed it up. So um, we also have a Hulk Hogan interview or a horse uh, mishap with a reporter, whichever you would prefer. Uh, well, Hogan. Let's go with the Hogan thing real fast since we're doing wrestling. the wrestling. Two people so close as you and I, man, like blood brothers. I can't believe you sold me out for nothing. You sold me out every jealousy. But when I look around. I see a few confused people. Some of your people, man. The ones that aren't all maniacs. Well, for those people, let me lay it out straight for you. Some straight talk. God created the heaven. He created the earth. He created all the Hulkamaniacs. <laughs> then he created a set of 24 pythons, brother. <laughs> the reason for it is to straighten people up like you, Mr. Wonderful. People that don't have their priorities in order. You don't realize who the boss is, man. Well, for you, Mr. Wonderful, your time is here tonight, brother. And when I think about it, you know, the old Mr. Wonderful's back like you got a new paint job or something. Big deal. I'm the old battered down, broken down holster that just keeps running better than ever, man. Huh? Loyalty's what it's all about. Ultimate trust. The bond between me and my Hulkamaniacs. And old Mr. Wonderful, I'm going to smoke right by you. But just remember one thing, dude. You're an old dog, man, that can't even wag his own tail. There's no way you're ever going to beat me. It shall be written. The holster said it shall be done. Your time is now, Mr. Wonderful. What was he talking about? Uh, I have no idea. I just found it funny that he thinks he's God when everyone knows it's Ronnie James Dio. Uh, Now, here's the thing. You guys really like wrestling? (laughs) I love wrestling just for the fact that it can get so stupid at times. And you can just sit there and laugh at a grown man, a grown muscle-bound freak, for being a complete moron. Wearing a headband. And and he's oiled up. Holding the end of it in his mouth. Yeah, and then, and you can see when he's has no idea what he's going to say next, like I just did, and he just has a dude, and just pauses on that, and it's like, I have to make this somehow make sense, and yeah, it never does. Well, yeah, he, he throws the dude in there for kind of a thinking point, you know, kind of trying to collect his thoughts. Right. Why, why, do they, why do they make the uh, the wrestlers, like the, the patriotic wrestlers, the stupidest wrestlers out there, Hacksaw Jim Duggan, Hulk Hogan, all these guys just retards on the mic and everything, well, but they are the patriots. Well, because the people who tend to be blind patriots tend to be morons. Well, let me tell you, um, dude, that... Dude, see, it's kind of complicated that uh, they just can't, uh, like, um, you know what I'm saying, do, do anything bad. So. Hey, give me the other well, one real fast. Which one? This- on. And he can't out-promo Mr. Wonderful Paul Orndorff. Yeah, let me hear the horse one. 
basically, um, oh great, it just reset. Uh, there's this like stupid woman, and I think it is a setup. If I can get it to load here. A setup? What? It's a news lady. But she was doing some kind of thing where she was crawling underneath the uh, the horse's legs, and the horse got a uh, uh, erection while she was crawling underneath, and then I, no more way. happens. I know. No yeah. freaking way. Here's just the audio of it. A clip from Australia's funniest home video show. I'm, I'm clicking on it now. So quiet. You can do anything with it. You can even crawl through its legs. If this video was a setup, then good luck to them. Now her head is behind the horse's ass and it drops. Dung. Oh, get out. So she got double whammy on that one. And I think it was a setup because it looks like it's coming from an area that's too high. I don't know, really but it's still real to me, damn it. <laughs> yeah, that is kind of funny. Well, either way, whatever's dropping on her is, looks pretty real to me. No, I hear you. That's pretty funny. All right, good job, the ultimate crier. Fantastic, Tommy Bats. How are you able to secure him? He has all of 58 friends on MySpace. <laughs> well, he just started up the website. He just called back to say thank you. Oh, he's awesome. He's a great guy. It's hard. I was hoping he'd be an idiot so we could make fun of him. Oh, no, he's too nice. nice. He's very nice. We, we still He still had fun when we were we, we were making fun of him and everything, so good that. sport. <laughs> nice southern gentleman. It's a hideout, Real Radio 104.1. It's a hideout, Real Radio 104.1, wrapping it up on a Wednesday night. It only seems like we've been here for an hour. I know. These last two shows have just gone so quick. can't believe it's only 10.30. Or it's already 10.30. Mm-hmm. Um... I'll have to save the porn thing for tomorrow, because Deuce Chill brought up a couple of things during the commercial He break. always does this. Mm-hmm. You plan to go one way, and then he says something weird during the commercial. The next half hour is all about Deuce Chill being awkward. See you guys, I'm going to go back in the office. Nah, come back oh. in, Chunks. Nice. You come hang Sit out. Sit down, Chunks. Oh. It's the uh, family uh, family meeting oh. here. All right, Deuce Chill, what was the first thing you had? Well, you know, while you guys were on the subject of crying... I don't know what's happened to me. I can't get through like a, a TV show or a movie without crying now, no matter what's Very going. emotional right now? Yeah, I'm trying to figure out why. Like, I've been watching like Boy Meets World, and I'll, I'll <laughs> cry during that. Or Full House. Well, you always cry, beauty. You, uh... Beautiful artwork. Feel a little bloated? No. Now, I, I went through a spell like this. Blood for... starting to, uh... No. Show up at places no. that normally you wouldn't, uh... <laughs> Or even if it's like a movie, like you, you wipe the little wiping, just are a little spotting. spotting. Yeah, I don't know what you guys are talking about. Need some mite off. Look down at your undies, and all of a sudden, oops! Oh, you're it's becoming a woman. That, it's not even that time. And all month long, I basically was like one of the girls. Do I had, had an accident? I feel like I don't know, like a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> what uh? Why do you think? Why do you think you're so emotional? I don't know. I can't figure out. Like, even if it's no a, future. <laughs> Could be it. Even if it's a movie I've seen 20 times, like, ti- right, like give Titanic. Me, right, give me, right, so Titanic is a movie. And I know what's going to happen. And the worst thing is, like, let's, like, I picked up a movie. I can't remember what it was. Like, there was only 15 minutes left. I'll, it was the music with Meryl, uh, the movie with Meryl Streep, like the music. Oh, I, I think I've got your problem nailed right down. You're gay, <laughs> though you don't express it. I want to see the characters. I like those big pickles. Can guess it, there's if it were inches, I'd have been all over that. that keeps giving you away. I fall back on Doves' junk. 
So, have you had anything in your life lately that's been, um, you know, stressful? That's the thing. Like, I'm, uh, I feel a lot better now than I had a while ago. But what I was saying is, like, I watched the last 15 minutes of that movie. She uh, teaches these kids to play the violin. Which one is this one? I love penis. That was it. What are you doing getting Meryl Street movies anyway, man? Is the video store a Terminator? No, I didn't, I didn't rent it. I turned the channel and I caught the last 15 minutes. She teaches kids to play the violin and I got all into it. And all I'd seen was the very end. I don't even know what was going on. And I lost it. I went through a spell like this back in D.C. where I'd be watching stuff and I felt the need to cry. Like uh, the uh, Extreme Home Makeover. At the end, I was I was crying at the story and how happy they were. You were really crying because you were laughing so hard, making fun of the uh, fat kid who had to get dragged in on the track. Some of them, yes, but some of them were actually touching. All right, Brandon O'Cal has something for you, dudes. Joe, what you got, Brandon? Hey, man, I just want to call Juice Joe a homo. Yeah, you're all. Good call, Brandon. I'm in touch. You know, I'm in touch with my feminine side, so I can let it all. Is that the part that bleeds? Hang out. I'm the queen. <laughs> right, do you think there's a chance you could be crying because you're uh, jerking it with your mom's panties? <laughs> the heck is that about? <laughs> oh no, what is it about? <laughs> Only hey, someone. Hey mom. Who... Hey mom, come clean my foreskin. Yeah. You're gay. <laughs> I feel like, I don't know, it's a bitch. You are. Right, I would so, take the dude. What are you going to go home and watch and cry to? Mr. Holland's Opus? What's Anything next? Anything that's on. It, I'll... Mr. Nanny. I don't even know. Whatever's on, I won't <laughs> Suburban da- Commando. Daddy Daycare? I haven't seen that one yet. Bridges of Madison County? Never saw it. But that's the thing. Like I'll turn on these stupid movies I shouldn't be watching in the first place. Yeah, yeah, Sisterhood. <laughs> and I'll get hooked. Sisterhood of the Pants. No, no, no. It's funny because I keep, I keep thinking about ordering. Wow, they fit all of us. Steel Magnolias. I saw the commercial for a Must Love Dogs, and I kind of wanted to see it. My dog Skip. Must Love Dogs. I think it's kind of like a uh, bestiality. Like flick? A, no, it's like a Sleepless in Seattle type thing. Josh and Sam. What are you guys talking Never. about? Daryl. Philadelphia. <laughs> Short Circuit, maybe. Short Circuit 2, really touching. Hmm. Johnny Five Day. I'll do Get your balls into outer space! <laughs> <laughs> do you watch uh, My Three Dads? And... No. Those are my two dads. My two dads. What was the one with the... Uh, my Three, three sons. sons. What was the, what was the, uh, the movie, though? Oh, uh, Three Men and a Baby. Yeah, Three Men and a Baby. Or Three Men, Men and, and a, a Little, little lady. lady. Yes. Just watching Gutenberg act brings you to tears. <laughs> Three weddings and a funeral. Just thinking you look a lot like Gutenberg. There's four weddings and a funeral. Yeah, it's four weddings and a funeral. You suck, Matt. <laughs> Fourteen and a half funerals. Wow. What the hell? <laughs> hmm. Sorry, Matt. Made in Manhattan. I didn't say 14 and a half. With uh, Ted Danson? No, it was made in America. So I'm right. open to take it. Are there any movies that make you cry, Dubs? Uh, Radio Flyer, right? Radio that's a kid Flyer. Touching. Yep, that's a kid touching one. Radio mm. Flyer made me cry. Mm. Um, also, uh, A League of Their Own made me cry. Jesus. I'm going to touch a kid. Is that you, Grandma? Gets me every time. 
you sissy. I'm so, going gay. So hideout. This used to be my playground. Real Radio 104.1. So hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Hey, you got to go to the hideout page of realradio.fm. Of course, you can hear the uh, podcast of the uh, Canyon interview. You can also see the photos of him in studio. And I kept commenting on the nest that he built around himself. Mm-hmm. That was just completely about him being able to be comfortable to talk about coming out and being an actively uh, an open yeah, gay he, wrestler. He said he has this thing where he has a fear of needing something and not being able to have access yeah, it, to it. it. It seemed like he wanted to be prepared for anything he may need to go to. He had his wrestling belt. He had uh, all of the information that he may need to go to. He had uh, you know stuff to sign if he needed to. Everything he needed, he had right there for him. I think that's why he did a really good interview, because he was prepared for anything that came up. And a guy from the Sentinel, the sports director over there, sent us an email said he loved it. And he likes the show, too, which is fantastic. He does a show on the team. Mm-hmm. Um, there he is with his belt. And the next picture of just all of his stuff just laying everywhere. You talked to him today, uh, Tommy? Oh, uh, actually, he's calling me on my cell phone. We're going to call him right now. Oh, wow. Right. Cool. All right. Awesome. Get an update with Canyon. Well, hey, you want to break early? Hey, let's break early because we got to break one more time, right? Yeah, we'll just wrap it up with him. We'll wrap it up with Canyon next. It's a Hideout Row Radio 104.1. All right, so Hideout Row Radio 104.1, wrapping it up on a Wednesday night. 407-916-1041, and Star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. I was just looking at the photos uh, on the Hideout page on RowRadio.fm of when Canyon was in last night. I'm not as fat as I thought I was. No? I mean, you have I, a distorted image of yourself? Well, I mean, at least in this photo, I don't look so bad. You look a little chunky, though. What? Nah. Sorry, buddy. I need to diet more. Yeah, you could use another... 10, 15? 10, maybe even 20. 20? Okay. That's my mark now. Mm. I can see, like... 160. Ex- those extra chins yeah. aren't really helping you. Uh, joining us on the phone now, he was in uh, for a couple hours last night. Canyon, what's up, buddy? What's going on, guys? Great show tonight. Oh, thank, thank you. you for li- you know, I, I don't know if you heard it, but we got a lot of kudos... From everyone who's listening, including the sports director over at the Orlando Sentinel. Yeah, what is the Orlando Sentinel? Uh, it's our big paper here in town. Wow. Yeah, the big, the uh, the big one. The main here. one here. So yeah, man, he was uh, definitely said it was a good interview. We we basically said it was all to you because you were ready to get it out there. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I heard you guys saying I I pretty much been listening from uh, the opening of the show. Oh, cool. fantastic. Um. Yeah, it was it was a lot of fun, man. It was I, I didn't expect it was draining. I, I was shocked how tired I was when I got out of there. Honestly, me too. Yeah, all of us were very tired after the show. I left here just pooped. Um, now what's what's been the reaction today? I mean, you know, we're just kind of here locally, but I know it got out on a lot of the wrestling boards and stuff. And we even had the ultimate crier on who said he was reading a lot of the transcripts of it. Uh, how you feeling today on this? I feel great. I actually mean, uh, I just want to take a day off from all of this. It's, it's been mm. so crazy the last month. Um, ever since I, you know, first did the thing up in, in Canada, uh, back in, when did I do that? February 3rd or whatever. Right. So it's been a crazy month. So actually me and, uh, my roommate Skipper just went down to, uh, Discovery Cove today. We did the whole dolphin, you know, swim with the dolphin thing. And Oh, we got nice. you those tickets for the Supercross too that you wanted. Oh, cool. Yeah, we got you the four Good tickets deal. you were looking for for that. So uh, I, to be honest with you, I haven't really been online much. I checked out my, my space a little bit and, you know, but I, I really didn't follow up that much today on, uh, 
of any, anything we uh, did yesterday. But it, I'll tell you, one of the main reasons I wanted to call was, man, the opening of what you guys did today, uh, you know, with all you guys coming oh. clean on your stuff. Yeah, me, when I admitted that I was uh, molested as a kid by uh, a female babysitter. Wow. Yeah, it was, uh, I mean, it was something, too. And, I mean, we talked about it before. I mean, when we talked about it earlier in the show where... I'm sure subconsciously it's, it did something to me, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm, I'm sure I'm still feeling the after effects of it. But it wasn't ever anything that I necessarily felt ashamed or that I felt like I couldn't talk about. Well, not consciously, but right. You know, you, you only, you, no one knows subconsciously how things like that affect us. Right, and I just, I just figured, you know, well, now's as good a time as ever just to go ahead and throw it out there on the show and just, you know. You know, let the boys know, but I don't, I don't, I don't know, Dubs. I mean, have you thought about it anymore since I brought it up? Ah, uh, yeah, a little bit. I've thought about, you know, I, I do think that it has affected you in ways that you may not even recognize, or you may be a different person today if that didn't happen. Uh, now, uh, now it, when uh, Tommy mentioned, you know, him being molested as well, is that the first time he's mentioned it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was the yeah. first time well, that he he talked about it. Wow. Uh, and Tommy, I mean, I don't. Tommy says he was never naked. Like, I had gotten naked and right. did a couple things. I never actually had intercourse, but... You know, me and Tommy have actually... Tommy, do you remember... You know, you've told me Shut that up. before. <laughs> you did tell Canyon about it? I did? Yeah. I did? I don't remember that. He actually told me who it was. No, I didn't. Oh, no. Here we go. What's the joke? <laughs> Dude, you don't remember? No. It was Penza. <laughs> I told you that in Ladies confidence. and gentlemen, I want you to take your pants off. Killing time. You know, you know what the funny thing was? That's too funny. Killing time, and I'm going to kill your backside. And it was still real to Penza, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> the funny thing was that Penza even screwed up that. He was terrible at that, too. Oh, oh come Tommy, on. Tommy, I brought, I brought you up to Penza because he was like, how did I even get brought up on the air? I'm like, well, Tommy hates you. Oh. And uh, he, he didn't remember who you are. Why is there such hatred for Penzo? Because I met him a few times. And I'm like, why is this... Uh, I have to watch my language. Why is this little ass so, like, conceited and cocky and thinks he's, like, the greatest thing ever? He's a Are you talking about announcer. you or Penzer? <laughs> Why are you laughing at that, Chris? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, well, Chris, man, I, best of luck. I don't know when you're going to uh, do more of the media blitz, but it was fantastic yesterday. Well, I'll tell you, well, you, guys, did you, you guys mentioned Ron and Fez earlier. You guys used to work with those guys, yeah. right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, we could definitely put you in touch with Yeah, uh, I'd love to get on some uh, uh, satellite radio. With uh, Black Earl and those boys. Yeah. We'll, uh, we'll get that over to you. Because uh, they, they had talked about it when the first Canadian thing broke, and they actually talked about the relationship between you and Tommy. And, uh, <laughs> why did they phrase it like that? <laughs> well, he, uh, and Ron was, uh, maybe wondering if there was something going on with you two. So maybe I'll you guys, can, they, they if you go on the show, maybe you can bring that up. Maybe not. No. <laughs> Multiple times. Maybe not in the waking world, but man, I had some dreams about oh, that. Right. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, our buddies Rod and Fez, of course, Boy. on, uh, XM202. I uh, can't get enough of that song now. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I bet. Well, Canyon, we're uh, we're actually done with the show, but thank you for checking in, buddy. Canyon, oh, Canyon, I wanted to, I wanted to let you know that uh, last night after the show, I went home and uh, downloaded "Goodbye Yellowbrook Road" because I I that song I hasn't even registered in my mind in forever. So I figured, <laughs> hey, good times any. Yeah. And now I can't listen to it the same. Yeah, dude. It's, well, ninety nine cents for it on the iTunes. Yes. 
Yeah, like you really paid. <laughs> I did, actually. Uh, all right, Canyon. There he is, uh, chriscanyon.net, also myspace.com slash chriscanyon. Thank you, buddy. Thank you, guys. I will check in with him. I have a new friend. I like that. The pictures are great on the hideout page on RealRadio.fm. Pictures of dubs and uh, canyon dancing. How do I look in those? Chunky. Graceful? Not chunky. Ah, I have light feet. Not light in the loafers, but I have light feet. I can dance. Yeah, look at his nest that he has there. I'm sorry, I'm looking at the photos on the website. This is a good one. This one makes us look good because all the phones are jammed. <laughs> Normally, here's what it is. Oh, come on. No, it's not. You no, know, Sir Gary's usually on hold. Yeah, he's got one blinking. Captain Spaulding, you're on the air. Oh, even he hung up. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah, we'll pass along the info and see if yeah. the boys are interested. I'm sure they will be. I'm sure the uh, satellite interview will be able to... Oh, yeah, yeah. <sighs> oh, that freedom. What it would be like to be free. Um, All right, Dubs. We're the first in the hideout. Yeah. <laughs> Working on the railroad all day. Hey, did you see this? I mean, we knew that the U.S. and the um, World Baseball Classic, I didn't think they'd win it. Because they're teams like the Dominican, Puerto Rico. Venezuela. Venezuela. Um, they got beat by Canada today. Of course we did. Canada Oops. beat uh, America. Eight to six. Ugh. Well, at least they came back. What was it? Six nothing for a while. It was it was eight nothing. Ooh. real early in the game. Ooh, NFL owners approved players union deal. Really? That must have just went through because uh, earlier, I think at like six, extending, they said no. Extending the collective bargaining agreement for six years. Wow, so does that mean that's huge. A salary cap now. Thirty yes. to two vote. Damn. Buffalo and Cincinnati voting against it. Free agency put off twice by negotiations. Start will start at twelve oh one Friday. Ritzkins are screwed. Yeah, they are. <laughs> it doesn't say anything about the salary cap. There will be one if they have. For, a, no a further agreement. details on it, including whether it includes a uh, expanded revenue sharing. That's a big one. Yeah, and, that's been a long time coming. And kind of along the lines, top U.S. bishop accused of sex abuse. Hmm. Let's go to a baseball game. All right, anybody want? Anybody have some big revelation they want to share tomorrow? Since today was my day. Chunks, it's your turn. <laughs> Think of something that you've never told anybody. Maybe a secret that you've had. I don't know. You guys How many secrets right. are you uh, holding in that chubby gut? In your ball sack belly. <laughs> Canyon did say that was the one thing that turned him on yesterday. I ball sack a, belly? Yeah, I showed him a picture. All right, guys, we're going to get out of here. <laughs> Dean in New Smyrna, last call to hideout. What do you got? Hey, this is Dean, man. What you got, dude? Fast. Hey, I want, hey this, this is the first time I've been up late enough to listen to y'all. Mm-hmm. You guys have a killer show. And I was listening to y'all talk about wrestling earlier. Mm-hmm. Dory Funk Jr. He was wrestling. be the main forearm smash. I don't know if y'all even remember it. Yeah. I thank you, Dean. Was he, wasn't he wrestling this past uh, yeah. weekend? Yeah. yeah. Thank you, Dean. Appreciate that, my friend. All right, we're out of here. Wake up with the Monsters in the morning. Shannonburg Middays. Phillips following the afternoon. 
Don't be ashamed. You're entertained listening to The Hideout on World Radio 104.1. Funniest night show in America and the best nighttime entertainment in Orlando. Be somebody and always talk good. Question authority and stay classy, my friends. We out, bitch. 5,000. 5,000. 5,000. 5,000. 5,000. 5,000. 5,000. 5,000. 5,000. Beat it. Beat it. No! I'm a transvestite. I'm a transvestite. I love racism! Five thousand. Who better than cash? I'm just magging my hoes. Everyone knows it goes. Kick him to the floor. I'm just magging my hoes. I'll be smacking my hoes. I'll be smacking my hoes. Not interested. I don't. I, 5,000.